Jesus nah. Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a tangent. Back in the days when we played video games, it was hardcore for the nerdy and lazy. Now things have changed, and all our video games are also for the casual and lady. But that's okay, you know the score. We told you a million times before. Playing consoles, not just games, is in the past. Another week in 4G Radio. I didn't get the episode number. 606, I believe. 600 something, I don't know. Yeah, 606. Is the E3 special? Oh, wait. Too damn many is the answer. Yeah. John, oh, yeah, need... good call, John. <laughs> it's, let's let's call it the half three special. It's like, uh, well, the E1.5. Yeah, yeah E1.5. E, got... e right. Uh, but it's for June fifteenth, twenty twenty, and it is six oh six. I just uh, while I was va- while I was uh, vamping there, I went and got the number six oh six. But on the show speaking this week, speaking of speaking of one point fives, we can talk about Spider Man one point five. Oh, let's, nah. well, we got all kinds of stuff to talk about. We'll get there. We'll get well, there. Sick burn. <laughs> sick burn. We'll get there. On the show this week, we have the wombat, as you heard. Yes, you did. We've got Mr. John from across the pond who likes to rub the microphone. Oh, sorry, it's my bed. <laughs> my, my bad. I need to trim that thing. <laughs> it's not like a Run DMC song. That's right. <laughs> uh, and we have sorry. Anthony as well. Yep. He's kind of awake. Yep. Half awake. Hey, hey, Anthony, I'm glad you made it on time this week. Oh, wow. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't come in. Partially during the intro, and you hear my mic click in to the headphone jack of my phone. Bomb, yo. I'm, I'm not on top of my game, and we're just going to have to deal with that. It's all good. I mean, it's, there's nothing super important to talk about today, so you should be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into a, a lot of that, which there will be a lot of that, I guess we should talk about video games first. Anthony, I know you're tired. You want to go first? Do you have anything to discuss? No. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. What a, I have what a had... desperate no that was. Yeah. That was I a result. Zero now. time to play anything. I will say this. Uh, if you're like, hey, you know what? D&D sounds fun, but I really like cyberpunk what's this shadow run thing yep turn around walk the other way don't roll a character in that it's long it is complex it is not your first pen and paper type game uh it's not baby's first i should say it's it's uh something else (laughs) you have to equip all your guns with every piece that you need in it because most guns don't come fully equipped and yep it's a fucking nightmare. All right, that's it. Everybody else take over. All right, cool. 
Uh, John, do you have anything you want to discuss before we get into the, the madness? Um, well, yeah, I played a lot of a um, couple of things, or two things, let's say, but which is a couple. Look at that. Um, oh, crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, I've, I've got back into Destiny 2. Oh, so they got you with their little event. No, I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I was, um, so I, I knew it was happening. And it's one of those games, because now it's pretty much free on everything. And you can carry your characters over. I thought I'd, I hadn't really tried it on my PC, so I thought I'll try it on my PC, because, you know, I've got an okay one now. Um and I've played about seven hours of that in this past week or so. Um, and ended up, because it's on sale, I ended up picking up the, um, they had like a package that had like all of the DLC or all of the, the expansions, Shadowkeep and Forsaken. Um, which are the two obviously that I didn't get originally. So I picked those up and, um, yeah, I've been playing that. It's enjoyable. I do. I, you know what? It's probably the best shooter shooter out there, like shooter mechanic wise. It's it's so on point with that stuff, and it's it's really really well done. There's joy to shoot in that game, and like I hadn't tried things like the bows before because I've not got bows in them, and they're really they're a lot of fun to use. Um, I've got this one that you 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 fire, and when it uh, sticks in its enemy, it then expo- does an explosion, so it it damages nearby enemies, which is really good for some, like, the thralls that are, like, crowd enemies, because um, it clears a lot of those out with one shot. It's, yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Um, I think I'm going to get back into that, because when you, I bought, uh, this, this is where you get something, when I bought the expansion, like, the collection of these expansions, they give you a full free season. You know, they have the season pass? Yeah they give you a free season pass. So the current season you're in, which is the new season they launched this week, um, I now get all of that for free. So So I used to play Destiny, and and it was mostly like, here's an expansion with some missions and some new areas. What exactly is the season pass? Is it like loot? Is it like... No, it's... it's, 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 Yeah, I mean, you know how Fortnite does a season? Yeah, which I don't play, so I have no idea what's in those. Okay. So basically what it is is... Each season lasts 110, just like maybe three and a half months, three, three and a half months. Um, and during that, you can level up as you do activities. You don't, because you don't level up your character anymore, because that's all done by, your, your, like, with light levels now. Uh, well, there always was, but originally you could level up your character to 30, and then it would be light levels. Now it's all based on light level. And as you do your activities, you level up um, a season level. And you start at zero and work your way all the way up to a hundred. As you hit each level, you unlock a uh, a gift, a bonus, an engram, a, a, an armor, a weapon, a type of currency, uh, an emote. Um, if you've got the season pass, which is normally a thousand gold, which I think is like seven or eight pounds, so about ten dollars, I guess, if you were actually buying a season. Um, but with that, you then get another reward for each level that you increase you're getting better rewards so essentially you can um play a season not pay any money for it and still get rewards but if you pay for the season you get better rewards and more of them 
So that's basically what a season is. You've still got all the activities. I'm currently, because I've I selected a, I've started a new character. I um, I'm going through the the main campaign again with that character. Um, you still have that the Forsaken and Shadow Keep. They've got their own like campaigns that you run through like mission to mission but you've also got all of the other stuff so you've got the rage you've got the nightfalls you've got the moss sectors and the public events um you've got all of that as well and doing anything that you do from shooting enemies to completing tasks bounties and missions gives you xp towards your next level of your season so that's how that works now essentially this is why i don't have any Fear that people will be confused by two consoles. Sorry, if you if you can figure out how Destiny's leveling system works with its forty-seven different kinds of currency, you can figure out there are more than one console. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I I I followed what you said, but I still don't know that I fully understand. Because if I remember the last time I played Destiny, there was like four different types of currency that you could earn. Um, I there are. Yeah, I'm still wrapping my head around that there are currencies or bits that you collect and they go towards improving your weapons and armor so they can in- give stat boosts to those um the actual currency currency is silver that's what they want you to buy stuff with but you still in order to get your levels and to get sorry get your equipment to do more and, and and have better stats. Yeah, there are things that you find. I couldn't tell you the names of any of them because, again, I've only played about seven hours of it. But you basically spend them to upgrade your stuff. So, yeah, there is still a lot there that's to contend with. Um, but I feel like I'm going to... I'm going to try and stick with that again. I'm going to play through that and see how I get on. Because, um, again, it was it was fun to play it. And, and that's the thing. I was, I was having fun, um, even on my own. Um, I don't even know if they su- support cross-play. They do not uh, yet. Uh, yeah. Okay. I didn't think so, because I, I mean, whenever... Because I've got... Because I linked it all, obviously. I've linked my, um, my PlayStation, which is what I originally played it on. I linked that and to, my, to a Bungie ID, and I linked my Steam to it. That's how you're able to carry your your characters over from one platform to another, but none of my friends lists went over. So the people I played with on the PlayStation, the list of those friends didn't appear on the the PC version. So I assume that that doesn't. Yeah. They, they announced that they're, they're hoping to have console cross play next year. Okay. Well, it's something obviously they're working on then. Yeah. But so, I mean, yeah, it's um... it's free across the board. So if I wanted mm. to play with you, I could just load my character into the PC version. Yeah. Yeah, and again, vice versa. If I wanted to play with someone, I could just move over. Because as long as uh, your platforms are linked, they say the characters are pulled from the server. So it, it, it doesn't matter. I could fire up Destiny on either the Xbox, because they're free, and play it. But I think the only thing that doesn't carry over is the fact that I've got the expansions on PC. They don't carry over to the other consoles. So I'd be limited by the content with the other with the other platforms. But... Um, but yeah, yeah, maybe I mean, we get past that eventually. Hopefully, maybe we do. That might be the future of the next step. But let's let's take it one step at a time and and get them working on cross play, which I think is I think that's a big thing for next generation. I think that's uh, uh, it's going to be coming to a point where all games will automatically include it because it's you know it's proven that 
it can be done. And yeah, yeah, I think a lot that's of games. Do yeah, a lot of games got it. Stealth added it. I know Mortal Kombat 11 um, now supports crossplay across the Xbox and PS4. Yeah, there you go. Which is crazy because there was no like big announcement. Like it, games just support it. So and that's how it should be, and it should be hopefully how things are when we start the next generation, where it's just given that it happens that way, uh, that you've got this uh, this ability to play your friends uh, no matter which platform gotta uh, get they're, they've got. Got to get MK ready for when it's a game as a service. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, <laughs> the other thing I've been playing a lot of, um, and this ties into yesterday's news, is Persona 4 Gold. <laughs> oh, yeah. that finally they, You can finally destroy your Vita because you don't need it no more. Yeah, they literally, the only reason having a Vita is now gone. Um, uh, yeah, that uh, was... Well, I say stealth launched yesterday. There was a rumor um, uh, it leaked halfway through the week, and I'm kind of pissed because I would have bit I would have wet myself if I hadn't known about that leak. Because um, <laughs> that would have <laughs> yeah, yeah that would that would have been amazing to just watch the PC show and just they drop it like that would have been just mind blowing. But yeah, so um, a very reasonable price, twenty bucks. Um, and it's, I mean, it's scaled up. They've, they've, um, it looks really nice. I'm playing it on a 1440p screen. And, um, you know what? It looks, considering it's blown up from a, from a size, yeah, screen the size of the Vitas, they've, they've done all the work. I mean, there's nothing extra on top. There's no fancy bits and pieces, no flourishes. I mean, it's got a few options for anti aliasing and stuff like that, but, um, but what they've done, they've done what they need to do, which is made a, you know, three and a half, four inch screen game that, well, game that runs on one of those. They made it look really good running on a, you know, 27 inch screen. So um, I, I practically guess all I've played today is Persona. Fantastic. Um, I love that game. So glad um, it's come to. You think this opens platform. the door for it to come to like yes. Switch and other yeah. stuff? Yeah, because. Clearly, well, I know that they, they, I don't know what sort of agreement Atlas has with Sony in regards to um, the Persona series because it can't be that rigid of an agreement because Persona has gone to the Xbox in the form of that fighting game. Uh, it's gone to the Nintendo platforms in the form of like Persona Q um, and coming up the Persona 5R. Uh, rush game or what, I can't remember S or R. Uh, there's a there's a hack and slash kind of game for coming out on the Switch. So I'm not sure what kind of deal the specific mainline personas have, but if this is coming to PC, it's got to be able to come to other platforms. And you know, given the origins of that being on a handheld, that's got to go to Switch at some point. It's and so you know, I'm sure X, yeah, Xbox and 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 PS4 as well. You think that you know, there's I can't see there a reason. And the only reason they would be was some kind of deal with with Sony, but surely that's run out by now. I mean, when was Golden released? That was what two thousand and maybe it's just 11, for the mainline. Maybe it's just for the mainline Persona games because I know Persona Five has not made it to the Switch. When on all accounts, it probably should. Yeah, yeah, but again, maybe it's some sort of time deal 
because these sort of things are never ever publicly revealed so um i don't know but i think this at least paves the way for a potential to come to the switch and i'm sure there are a lot of switch fans hell i'd buy it again just to have it on the switch um but we'll see but you know it is it's as i say there's no nothing extra really in that there's no no new content but they've done a fantastic job of 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 moving it to a a a bigger platform and i hope it sells really really well Uh, it did i think it was number one on steam over the weekend well and how long has it been out it's not even been out 12 hours so yeah 24 hours probably Oh, 24 hours, yeah. So, fantastic. Fair play to them. And, uh, again, I think that was probably a good platform to bring it to to start off with. Probably the easiest one to bring it to to start off with. So, if they're maybe going to bring it to others, then hopefully from the PC port that they've got, they'll be able to get it onto other platforms. It's kind of funny looking at um, the Steam new and trending list. It's uh, Persona 4 Golden. A game called Nairim, but then it's Journey, Star Wars Battlefront 2, Star Wars Battlefront, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, Battlefield <laughs> 5, Mass Effect 3. Oh, maybe it's because, you know, sale. EA put all their games on Steam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and they're all on sale as well. But um, then, even if you go to top sellers, it's Persona 4, Torchlight 3, which just got announced, Valve oh, yes, VR. Yes. But then it's Satisfactory, Sea of Thieves, Destiny 2, Star Wars, Journey, <laughs> Destiny 2. It, sea of Thieves is doing gangbusters on Steam, and it's it, that game never ceases to amaze me how well it does. I, I don't I don't get it. Like I like that game. I thought it was okay, but for it to continue to be this strong this long, it just shocks also, me. My he, son and his friends play it all the time. Yeah, I, I, know, I know it's huge. It's kind of like I know how big Roblox is, but if I've ever played it, I'm like, God, this is just trash what i don't understand is how how on earth people have got it or haven't got it already i mean let's face it the window store isn't the epic store people aren't boycotting the window store um although they it is shit but it's it, they're not boycotting they don't have a adverse reaction to the the window store so why are they why are these people not already bought it i don't understand that's weird I don't know. I, I don't understand trends. It's clear that I am out of the loop. Wow. Uh, yeah, there's... Um, yeah, that, that I thought that was interesting that all those games are coming to... Or are now on uh, uh, Steam, all those EA games. Uh, the only problem that I have, and that I have the same problem with Ubisoft games, is that I hate having to open a launcher when I've already opened a launcher. And unfortunately, EA games and Ubisoft games require you to launch origin or the the uplay uh software in order to launch games from steam and that annoys me yo dog i got a launcher for your launcher yeah it's it's just like an extra step i mean i don't i can understand yeah if you want me to log in to my account that that's linked to fair enough i'll I'll do that Let, let me do it once in the game and that's it but not having to launch that, then to launch that. And I know it's silly, It's but you've got two launchers running at the same time, and it just is it's an extra step you don't need. That annoys me. Um, but, you know, that's petty, really. I'll be interested to see what they do with the Origin thing, how it's going to work on Steam, um, whether you're going to be paying Steam for it, or I don't know. It's just going to be weird. Yeah, I honestly don't know. 
but that's it. That's all. That's. I mean, I've played a few other bits and pieces, but nothing of note. All right. We'll talk to the wombat. All right. Um. So let's see. I have played. I did play a little bit more. Um. Uncharted Four. Um. But not. Uh, not a ton of that this week. Um. Most of what I've spent my time on this week. My son, uh, it was his 10th birthday on uh, Wednesday. And so um, because we couldn't have a party for him for his 10th birthday, we decided we'd go a little extra on the gifts compared to what we usually do. So he got uh, PlayStation VR, which he has wanted for a while now. And before anybody says that you're supposed to be 12 years old to play it, we're very responsible parents. and we watch his time like a hawk and he's only allowed to play for a short amount of time before he has to take a big long break. Um, but that doesn't to mean be that fair, I, don't... I don't think you're the only American who doesn't take health, um, health and safety general rules, uh, you're, to, completely to heart. So you're absolutely, like... you're absolutely telling the truth there. Um, all the, English uh... person. I'm not, I'm not single in Americans. Out, <laughs> don't worry. But, uh, the, so, um, I played a lot of that this week. So it worked uh, for you. After I bought. Yes. And so that was, um, that was a huge thing for me is I was, I was unsure, um, with my, uh, amblyopia if it would work and it works. Uh, it works well, great. Uh, I have, um, it's called amblyopia. It's a, um, you might hear it called lazy eye too. Um, okay. But it's 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 really a it's a brain issue. My eyes don't work at the same time like they're supposed to. Oh. Um, so uh, and which which translates to me not having depth perception like a normal person has. Um, I have my own version of it because I've always had this. So mm. I've never seen the way other people see. Um, but I was nervous. Sometimes 3D doesn't work for me, so I was nervous oh. as to how um, uh, this would work, and it works perfect. Cool. Um, so I played um, Everybody's Golf VR, um, which is really cool uh, and really, um, really convincing in VR. I enjoyed it a lot. I played uh, Super Hot VR, which is the closest I've ever felt to uh, being an action hero in a video game. Um, I'm not You're, sure. Has if anybody. You want, if you want to feel like that, feel that, um, play that. Um... Blood and so I have that because um, yeah. that came with the thing, but I haven't had a chance to play it yet because I, I don't want to play it in front of Jacob because I know it's some... rated M. Oh yeah, there's definitely it's it's a gangster. It is a gangster a game, but that there are some moments in that that make you feel absolutely badass. It's awesome. Yeah, so that's fun. Fun. That's fact, on my list. That's based off of the Getaway, right? Getaway. Like, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah same. The Getaway. Getaway is the first time I heard the c word. I was probably about your son's age, and my nice. dad goes. My dad turns to me and goes, "You can never say that, <laughs> and do you not let your mother find word again. Do, do do not let your mother find out that this is in here. Or she'll <laughs> take this away from us." Uh, so we. So um, it, you, has everybody played Super Hot? Yeah, like not the VR version, but at least the regular version. Yes. I've played the regular version and the VR version. Yeah. Okay, so super hot. Just in case there's anybody out there who hasn't played it yet, is um, the time only moves when you're moving, 
um, which makes it perfect for VR because um, you can sit there for a second and just kind of figure out, okay, what am I going to do here? Um, and it's more of a puzzle style game. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, throwing a knife at somebody and then catching his weapon as it flies out of his hands and shooting somebody else with it is like all in VR is really super cool. So So, I have to ask, you did buy Astrobot, right? I did. So that was the next game I was going to talk about. Okay. Um, so, so we, yeah, we, we ended up buying, um, actually quite a few games because over the last, we obviously knew that we were getting in this. So over the last month or so, there've been a lot of really good sales on PSVR stuff. Um, so we, I, I did pick up Astrobot. Um, uh, that game is awesome. Uh, I haven't played much of it because Jacob doesn't want me to play on his, uh, file. So I just get to go back and play levels that he's already played. Um, but it's, uh, it's super, that, that game's really cool. Really, yeah. and not—I mean, it's not only cool, but it's an actual—it's actually a good platformer. So wait till you see some of the later levels. Holy shit! Yeah, I'm pretty excited to play those. Yeah, that game uh, is the game that, like, literally said to me, "VR is awesome." Yeah. Um, played Creed, uh, VR, which is is also pretty cool. And oh, uh, Scott, Scott Stapp in Scott VR. Simulator. Yeah, Scott Stapp oh, Simulator. Oh, see, I was going to go for an Office reference. <laughs> <laughs> Either one of those. Uh, but no, it's you know it's a boxing game, but it's uh, it works really well with the move controllers, and uh, it's a good uh, a good workout. Um, so I I I like that game. Uh, I haven't played anything yet, by the way, that I didn't like. Um, we played so yesterday one of the things we did we played a lot of the, the mini games that are in the uh the playroom vr mm-hmm. uh, um which are kind of fun two player um we played the the iron man demo um which is neat uh but quite honestly doesn't it's not as um like it doesn't feel as immersive in vr it 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 feels um much more like the the sensation is much more like I'm watching it on a screen than like with everybody's golf or uh, even Creed. So I, I don't know that I, I wasn't as um, I wasn't as bought into the immersion in uh, Iron Man, but it is it's pretty cool. Um, what else? What else? I played um, uh, Wipeout in oh, VR. God. Which is excellent, yeah. but it's wipeout. So I mean, it is. But my God, going that fast and being able to look left and right while you're going that fast. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I played the demo for Eve Valkyrie. I'll probably end up picking that up down the line. It's just so expensive. Yeah, um, it is. But um, but just I don't it, don't buy Skyrim. Uh, yeah, I I I. I've bought Skyrim so many oh. times at this point. I, it was holding off. Yeah, I heard it's, that it's pretty, uh, it's pretty bad. motion. Like it, it makes a lot of people motion sick. Um, I just don't I mean, think that's the perfect way to play a game that's that long. Yeah, it's not even that though. I just found fucking thing controlled like shit. Like if it you're did, playing with a controller, right. if you're playing with a controller, it defeats the purpose. If you're playing with the move controllers, it's barely playable. So. 
Sorry, it's a shame well. Wombat doesn't like horror games because Resident Evil Seven is <laughs> just. Just you got to do the demo if it's still there with it, the kitchen demo at least. Oh God. Yeah, no, I think I'm okay without that. <laughs> um, so um, I played. Uh, I haven't had a chance yet to boot up No Man's Sky, which I know is completely playable in VR, yep. um, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, I played Trackmania Turbo, uh, but in, unless I'm just missing it, I couldn't find an option to actually get an in-cockpit view, um, which kind of defeated the purpose. Yeah, um, that seems a bit odd. <laughs> you, you want to have some fun. Here, Here's a fun one. Um, go download, I think Drive Club has a VR version. They do. That you can download. Stand up while you're driving, and your head will pop out of the top of the car. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Um, that's something they're not going to fix then nope the uh the game we probably played the most of uh was job simulator oh yeah Um, that thing is so cool it's awesome and it's that one has is a really really super convincing um like it, it genuinely feels like you're in um whatever scenario it's got you in um but yeah that that game's a lot of fun um even just you know being able to do stuff like throwing stuff at the other robots and um all that <laughs> they stuff got, they is, got another is really one, cool a sequel, uh, vacation simulator, vacation simulator yeah. yeah yeah i yeah i have I a feeling that's well. i have a feeling that's going to end up on my uh playstation at some point relatively soon <laughs> as well because <laughs> that's jacob's favorite vr game so far um yeah it's a, it doesn't take itself seriously so right. and there's a good there's a good level of humor in that game yep yeah so so far i think i have to say that um um i probably i probably like super hot and everybody's golf the best of the stuff that i've played um but uh it's all been good i haven't found anything that we have yet that um I haven't enjoyed. Like I said, the only one I was kind of disappointed in was was Iron Man, just because I didn't feel like it was all that um, immersive. Um, but other than that, um, is that so? Let me ask: Has anybody else played the Iron Man VR demo? I do no. not have my VR hooked up anymore, so I have okay. not tried it. It. Um, I was just curious if that was just a me thing or if anybody else had the same problem. Um, but uh yeah so that's i mean that's mostly what i've played this week um and then uh you know re- really i'm just kind of in a holding pattern playing that stuff and playing old stuff until ghost of tsushima comes out so um yeah and the only other gaming thing i did this week was watch the playstation conference which i know we'll talk about later <laughs> oh we're going to talk about that <laughs> all right um you know you almost got one week I didn't. <laughs> I didn't play a match all week, and then yesterday afternoon I played ten matches. I was gonna say because I definitely saw your name pop up on as Overwatch on the Xbox. Yep. The, yesterday so, so. was the first day I played it this week, <laughs> um, and I just haven't been in the mood to play games. Um, like Ryan, I was kind of in a holding pattern. I was really excited to get into The Last of Us, and nothing else was really kind of grabbing me recently. Um, so I did play, you know, some matches of Overwatch yesterday, but then Friday night I was, uh, if you haven't seen it yet and you have Amazon Prime, Knives Out went on Amazon Prime. Oh, cool. That's a great film, that is. That is very well done. 
I watched yeah. it Friday night and it is amazing. Yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. seen it yet, so that's cool. I have to. Yeah. Daniel Craig is just brilliant in that yep. film. That movie you know was what? great. To be fair, they're all brilliant in that film. Yeah, they are. Um, so I was watching that and I ended up getting my letter signed that I have to sign saying, I won't talk about this or that or this or that for The Last of Us. And then I started playing Last of Us Friday night. I'm about, I'm about seven seven hours in, I think. But surely um, you, can, you can talk about... I can talk about the game because the, the review embargo is up. Yeah. Um, but I will just say that this might be the most aggressive embargo I've ever seen in my life. And truthfully, to be fair, I don't know what it's protecting because I haven't made it to the part where afterwards it's protecting. Mm-hmm. And I have not been spoiled. I did not see any of the stuff that leaked, so I do not know Lucky what day. happens. Um, so I've been playing that. I'm, like I said, about seven hours in. From what I understand, it's probably maybe about a quarter, maybe a little less, a little more uh, through the game. The first thing I will say, John, is I don't really feel the need to have a PS5 to play this because holy shit. Is it good? <laughs> this look game good. looks incredible. I have never seen a game look this good. Thing is, I've seen, I watched the Digital Foundry look because they've, although they've, again, they're in a similar position where they're not able to really review it technically because uh, a lot of the stuff happens past the embargo bits. Um, but they, you know, it, I've looked at it and it just, it wasn't just the way it looks. And bear in mind, I'm watching it on a YouTube stream. This is, you know, not how it's going to actually look when I play it, but the, 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 for me, that it was the movement of the characters, how you controlled and how they flowed with the environment, it just looked like nothing I've seen before. It looked incredible. Yeah, that's that's one of the things. So, it's no secret that the Last of Us games are kind of, for lack of a better term, gore porn. Yeah. Um, but there's some brutal shit in these games, enough to the yeah. point where, like, I'm not normally a person that's like, you know what, I need a break from this. But playing The Last of Us 2, I need a break from this. I always felt that that never hit as, it never got as bad as, or the first one at least, never got as bad as the recent Tomb Raider deaths. They always struck me as, So let me, let me give you an example of this. And, and again, I apologize for the way I talk about this game, but I have to, I have to basically dodge minds when talking about things in this game. Um... So you know you can sneak up on people, grab them from behind, that kind of stuff. Mm. So if you pan the camera around when you're doing this, you can see the facial expressions of both your character and the person you're killing. And the look on the person you're killing's face is haunting. <laughs> and if somebody else in the like the other NPC sees you, they scream their name. Oh god. And the person dying will lay on the ground and scream. Well, welcome, it's, welcome to the welcome to the future. This, yeah, this it's, just feels like it's disturbing thing, at times. This whole thing feels manipulative. That, that honestly, like hearing what I've heard and knowing what I know about it, it's like everything just feels like they are. Yeah. They're just kind of being the equivalent of a shock jock. Like it, it, this is literally just to get a response. You will definitely yeah. get a response. Yeah, it's it it's disturbing. I don't think you could say that without knowing the context. 
I don't, context uh, is everything. I mean, we... Oh, think... I know some of the context. I, I spoiled the game for my John. No, you don't know some of the context. They've said... that People have said that. Those spoilers are not... They're not uh, context. I've, okay. Okay, then. I, I don't, I don't want to get into the weeds on this. But I've, because... but I've talked to Ken, and he's confirmed a couple of things, so... Yes, and but then again, I haven't seen the back half as well, which I've heard... Even from the reviewers that, are, that have like reviewed the game, they're kind of like, you know, it's it's hard for us to talk about this game because we can't talk about the biggest stuff in this game because it's past a certain point. Um, and John, you're right. There are a lot of times that things happen in this game, and I'm just like, wow, I felt like that was just there because they wanted you to be like, oh my god. Like... There are some. The thing is, is this is still a Last of Us game. It is still a Naughty Dog game. The interactions, the acting, the the characters, um, they're all very well presented, well done. You you kind of get into that world. The the painstaking detail of that world is ridiculous. Um, and one of the things, without going into spoilers, this game does a lot of. You'll see something. And you'll think, oh man, if that was in this game, this game would be huge, and that's probably going to be like an a, like a DLC pack or something. And all of a sudden, you're doing that thing, like it's there, it's in there. You're going to do it, and hmm. it's it's a decent little chunk of the game. And you're like, well, shit. Um, I've stumbled across a couple of cutscenes that very clearly could have been missed, uh, and they are really well done. Which is interesting. Like there, there are moments that you can find in that game that aren't necessarily part of the, you know, kind of the critical path, and they're really well done. Uh, and in fact, one of them was one of the most memorable things that I've done in the game so far. It was, it was just really good. Um, it feels like a Naughty Dog game. Like the control still feels very deliberate. So like every movement that you do is very deliberate. Um. The crafting system is there. There's an upgrade system, which I find kind of. <laughs> if you explain it to somebody, they're gonna like you find supplemental pills and you use supplemental pills to upgrade your oh, ability. That's yeah. That was from the first one, wasn't it? Yeah, the, it's the such pill, a weird yeah. thing. But in this one, you can find magazines that unlock new upgrade trees. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> if you read a magazine about. I don't know, survival, then you unlock a new survival skill tree. <laughs> kind of, it's kind of weird. Like, oh, I just read this. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's impossible to even discuss the story other than the fact that it's really well acted, really well done, definitely for shock value. Um, there is nothing fun about the story in this game. It is all bleak and depressing and, and, just fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was my only sort of problem with it is that this isn't the kind of time that you want to feel that way when trying to do something that you enjoy in a world yeah. that has gone to shit. Yeah, well, the world in The Last of Us 2 is shit. Hmm. Like, legitimately shit. There is one, through the entire thing that I've played, there's been one sequence that was kind of you know, hopeful and uplifting. And I think by far that is my most memorable and favorite experience so far. It lasts about 15, 20 minutes. 
But I like that whole sequence was one of those sequences where I took my time. I walked through every, I looked at every detail and I really enjoyed that moment. But most of the moments are what you expect from the last of us. You'll get some cutscenes, you'll get some, you know, exposition, you'll get into a combat arena. Uh, you'll sneak around, you'll murder plenty of people and monsters and you'll just feel icky the entire time you're playing but it's That's like what you want yeah but it's like one of the most i don't even feel like it's hyperbole for me to say that this is the most well constructed like visually and aesthetically video game ever created like it's a game you want to put on the screen and just show people and they'll be like, holy shit, I can't believe that's a video game. Who needs so, next gen? We'll talk about it in the PlayStation 5 thing, but yeah, when you look at this, you go... Like, it almost feels like it's wrong to put this game out now because like, if you play this on your PS4, you'll be like, why the hell do I need a PS5? <laughs> this game looks fucking amazing. So, but anyway, that's, I spent about seven hours over the last couple of days playing that. I feel like I'm about a quarter of the way through. Like I said, it feels like it's about, from what I've heard, it's about a 25, 30 hour game. Um, I look forward to playing more of it, but at the same time, I don't feel like I can continue to play four or five hours of it at a time just because it's so. Yeah. sounds like that's a, like a, a few hours at a time kind of game. Yeah, it's it's very oppressive in, in what it delivers to the player. But I feel like I need a break. Overwatch in between. To like That's why I played yesterday, John. I was like, I need a break from this. <laughs> I need to step back and 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 have some happy colors and some ninjas throwing stars at people. <laughs> I, mean, I need yeah. that for a little while. Yeah, um, no. yeah. I'd just be interested to see where they go from here. Um, what they have planned. I'm sure they've got plans for for the next mountain. Um, I do feel like that maybe it won't be Uncharted or or Last of Us, maybe something new. Who knows? I guess we'll see. They're, they're they're the first game they please, I think. So. Yeah, I, I feel like Naughty Dog, Naughty Dog's first PS5 game will be an event, you know? Mm. And we'll certainly see a port or however this shit pans out of this <laughs> game for the PS5. Well, of course they're going to, yeah, absolutely. So, so same, um, with, same with Ghost of Tsushima and basically anything they've brought out in the last 10 to 12 months you're going to see quite swiftly I think on the uh, as a remaster on the on the uh, next generation yeah but that's it for me um, so we'll talk about what's coming out this week and then we'll get into the big part of the show uh, this week we're looking at a lot of games to start with the letter D this this week's releases is brought to you by the letter D We've got Darius Cosmic Collection Arcade and Darius Cosmic Collection Console. Uh, Daymare 1998, assuming that's physical version. Dead by Daylight, Silent Hill. Descenders. Desperados 3. Descenders. Descenders is the, the bike That's a bike racing. game, but that's been out ages. Well, on Xbox, not on PlayStation. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, Desperados 3. Disintegration. Farming Simulator 19. Keverland and Vicken, whatever that is. Spirit of the North. Did you Edna. just say farm, Farming Simulator 19? Yeah. 
Those are are they they are they not numbered by year or something? Have there been nineteen of them? <sighs> yeah, that's that that's a good question, but that's what I'm looking at. In actual fact, wasn't Farming Simulator nineteen last month's PlayStation with Plus game? I think you're right. Someone's got a All typo. Right. That's got to be Farming Simulator twenty. Or maybe they number them like later. Like maybe this is the newest one. Maybe there's not a twenty yet. Well, no. Well, because why? Literally, would... I typed in Farming Simulator twenty, and the Farming Simulator website says Farming Simulator twenty is out. <laughs> Oh well, this is an expansion for nineteen. So there's that. How weird is that? I don't. I don't. Very I weird. mean, we, we've literally given more time to Farming Simulator than anybody. <laughs> you know what? That game, those right. games have a cult following, man. No, they do. I was you kidding. know what's funny is I was just hanging out with a, a friend uh, this weekend. He's a farmer. <laughs> no, and uh, he said, "Hey, do you remember when uh, uh, the kids were messing around on the the Xbox at your house and?" They went to Farming Simulator, and we were talking about how goofy it was. And I said, yeah. And he goes, yeah, now I'm addicted to it. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it's really it good. It's just not my jam. Uh, we've got Edna and Harvey, the Breakout 10th Anniversary Edition. Namco Museum Archives, Volume 1 and Volume 2. The Coma 2 Vicious Sisters. Of a <laughs> porno. Something. Uh, and Last of Us Part 2 is out on Friday. On Xbox, we've got Colt Canyon. A lot of the same games we already talked about. Session goes into Xbox Game Preview this week. If you don't know what that is, it's a skateboarding game. Uh, Timberman Versus. The Bard's Tale Remastered and Resnarkled. That's a word. Uh, that's in Game Pass, by the way. If you've never played The Bard's Tale, it's a fantastic action RPG with a lot of sarcasm. So, check it out. It's out this it's week. kind of a parody. Yeah. It's on Game Pass, so it doesn't cost anything but a download. Check it out. Uh, Waking West of Dead. Uh, that Ron Perlman Western game is out this week as well. Hard West Ultimate Edition. No, no that, you, West of Dead is the Ron Perlman one. What's Hard West? No, Hard, Hard, West. West. Hard West is a XCOM style. Yeah, I was gonna say um, Fallout style or whatever, but yeah. There's a yeah. shitload of Western games out this week. Is it is it just me? Is Desperados is out this week? Yeah, Hard West, yeah. West of Dead. Hard West Colt is Canyon. an old game. This must be a remark because I'm um, be a sequel because Hard West is about three or four years old. Hard West. There's too many games with the word West in them this week. Well, there's a new one called Weird West. The 90s That's band not... Go West is coming out this week. Oh my god. Alright. Nintendo Switch. A lot of the stuff we've already said. We're also getting Summer and Mara. That sounds like porno right there. Ah, uh, no, that's, that looks quite cute. You like that porno? Kick... No, that's a, that was a Kickstarter. That's like, um, it's like, I think it's like a like a farming style, you know. Um, porn. No, not porn. <laughs> like Stardew Valley or something. Yeah, or but Harvest it's Moon. More, yeah, it's but it's more sort of cartoonish. Um, that was Kickstarter. I think Laura Kickstarter actually. She Just by herself. No, well, yeah, on her own. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've also got Across the Grooves. I dream of you and ice cream. Okay. 
Klaus. Airy Little Bird Adventure. Hi, I am Klaus. <laughs> it's literally hyphen Klaus, all capitalized hyphen. That's the name of the game. <laughs> uh, best Friend Forever. Destro Bots. It's good to see Destro back in the, the zeitgeist. Uh, Endless Fables, Dark Moor. Hakoniwa Explorer Plus. My Butler. My Butler. <laughs> Comes with a free fridge. Uh, One Way Heroics Plus. Poland Ball Can Into Space. Fuck. Say what? That's what it's called. Poland Ball's a meme. Well, it's a game, too, now. Uh, We've got the follow-up to whatever year the first one came out. It's game of the year. Push the Crate 2. Ruiner makes its way to the Switch. Variable Barricade New Stage. Working Zombies, as opposed to Unemployed Zombies. <laughs> Those bums. Uh, Nintendo Switch's Game of the Year, Burnout Paradise Remastered, is out on Friday. For 100 bucks. Radio Squid. Railway Empire Switch Edition. And Super Soccer Blast. There's your releases. Quite a week then, with the odd exception. Maybe a little a little game called The Last of Us. Yeah, that's your exception. Alright, let's talk about news. Oh boy, let's go. Um there's probably gonna be things in it. there's a there's a indie thing this weekend called the Gorilla Collective, which is announcing a new indie game every like five seconds. So I'm not gonna be able to keep up with all those. Uh we also had the PC gaming show on Saturday. Uh, which the biggest news coming out of that was obviously Persona 4 Golden is out now on PC. Yes, it is. That's a pretty big deal. They also showed the first trailer for the Mafia remake, which continues to look pretty good. Yeah, just worried about that because apparently the second one is buggy as fuck. So, really Yeah, dangerous. but this is a remake, not a remaster. So mm, Still... Uh, Torchlight 3 is out on Steam Early Access, so that's out there now. You can play that. Which is cool. Baldur's Gate 3, gameplay trailer, as well as Early Access planned for August. That's Epic Store, that one exclusive, isn't it? Stadia. Stadia. Yeah. Ugh. Don't you love that response? Ugh. I am excited for Baldur's Gate 3, though. I yelled at Mike Fudder. I yelled at Mike Futter yesterday about Stadia as well, and we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, I saw. <laughs> uh, new trailer for System Shock Remastered, which is also apparently coming to Xbox as well as PC. Uh, lots of, I mean, there's lots of stuff popping out. Lots of new indie games announced. Uh, some of them look really, really cool. I don't have time to go into all of them. There's new expansion for Remnant from the Ashes called Subject 2923. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. But let's total, jump into... Total sidetrack, get Samurai Showdown uh, collection on yes. Epic Game Store for free. It's got oh, nice right. games. Yep, I grabbed that. I have not installed it yet, but I did grab it. So. Yep. Uh, also, Ark is free right now on uh, Epic Game Store. Yeah, another game that I don't I only, understand the, the excitement around because it, I've never liked that game. My, I, I that's only another play, one my son and his friends play all the time. I only play the Superior Switch Edition. 
Yeah. Oh, God. Don't <laughs> talk about that version. God, blurry mess. We got our first look at Shadow Man Remastered. Shadow Man. Never played that, and that remaster did nothing for me to make me want to play that. That's because you're a miserable Brit. That's probably it. <laughs> uh, to go back to the Stadia comment, so here's a big story that just kind of cropped out yesterday. Apparently AT&T is looking to sell the rights to their Warner Brothers games. This, I, th- I was thinking about this. Because, um, one, that's massive news. But there's there's also... one caveat that I need to bring into account first. Okay. Batman does not come with this. Really? Rocksteady does. Batman does not. What? Wow. So. How does that... I mean, surely to God that if they're... If they're working on a Court of Owls game or whatever that, that yeah, we thought Montreal they were working on. working on that. So, hang on. Oh, so, you're right. So, Montreal goes, but Batman stays. Yeah, Batman is, a, Batman is an IP owned by Warner Brothers, not Warner Brothers Interactive. But hang on. But what about... You think... You think because I thought about this. And what about things like... Um, the rights stuff, because you think that they they have ties to Lego, which they have shares in. Um, they have ties to like the, the the Lord of the Rings games. They they obviously they own the rights to the movies and the those bits. And I don't, I don't think games. anybody wants the the Harry Potter stuff right now. The Harry Potter, yeah, that's meant to be. There's meant to be a Harry Potter game that's I, that's my... uh, in 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 production. So what happens to all of these cross? Like where you, you're selling off rights, but then you have to negotiate the rights for them to take the games on. That's exactly what will happen. They'll, they'll really have to negotiate weird. for the rights. They, that'll all messy. be part and parcel, I got to imagine, because it's, I mean, I, I can't imagine, I don't know, the, the, the pricing is going to get weird on this, I think, it's gonna depending be on whether or not the licenses are bought along with it and all that stuff. Not obviously, think, at least more than, or licensed more than anything else. But yeah, why, they'll definitely get the Midway like... catalog. Like, they'll get Mortal Kombat and everything that came with that deal. But I think you're right. I think a lot of these licensed games, it's going to be a different story. It's going to be a mess. Really. But is. still, truthfully, for the price that they're asking, it's worth it just for Mortal Kombat and having Rocksteady under your umbrella of developers, is it not? Jesus. I, I mean, would think so, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, Netherrealm was basically a cash cow. You could just have them pump out Mortal Kombat's, and I mean, and Netherrealm wow. owns the Mortal Kombat license, I believe. So, okay, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, I mean, yeah, that right there's probably worth because I saw the price was the asking price was around four billion. I mean, Mortal Kombat will make that back in no time. Now, nah, will it? though? billion. It, it, it will. It's it's a it's the best. It sells a lot of copies. It does, but yeah, but I'm talking billion. Here, four billion, not yeah, four hundred million. I don't think I don't think Mortal Kombat on its own makes four hundred million a release. So I don't know. They sell a lot of games. And I'm sure they do. But you talk about how much they actually make from each game. I'm, and I'm sure Mortal Kombat is profitable. But also, if it's that profitable, why are Warner Brothers looking to? Sh- well, it's AT and T looking. AT and T is looking AT and T. Yeah, why are they? If it's not, if it's profitable enough, why that it can't be that profitable, or they keep it on? Well, maybe AT and T doesn't want to be in the games business. That's my only it's, thought. So Disney's Disney had the most profitable toys to life, and they were like, "It's not making as much money as we'd like to make," so they ditched it. 
Mm. That's literally why Disney Infinity stopped. Was just they went, it's not profitable enough. The same with yeah. um, same with uh, Lego Dimensions. They went, eh, it's not profitable enough. Uh, yeah, I get it. And like I, those I, are I, those are toys, right? Yeah. Like they, they, at some point, so it's like it it didn't. Problem All is that it's is it's that four point billion. A uh, four billion is is a lot of money. I mean, Star Wars didn't cost that. Well, it did cost that. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it did. It was $4 billion. Um, but you talk about Star Wars. And again, it's... I just... What I think is a shame is that if if Batman is staying um, with um, Warner and staying, you know, whoever takes it can't take those rights with them to make a game. They have to renegotiate. That means... Or that's the same for all of the DC stuff. We were pretty confident that whatever Rockstar was working on, it was something to do with the DC universe, which basically means is that they're going to get pulled from that Rocksteady. Sorry, whatever their project they're working on, they are going to get pulled from them, and they're going to have to start again potentially. That that license will no, that license will already exist, so they'll finish that game. Yeah, if they're already working on it, that'll be. It's just just like uh, Double Fine finishing Psychonauts two. Putting it out on everything, even mm. though they're owned by Microsoft now. And, and let's let's discuss the second portion of this. Whoever buys them, if Microsoft did end up buying them, which by the way, Microsoft having Mortal Kombat and Killer Instinct as first party fighting games, that's kind of a big deal. That would be a big deal, and they can afford it. Yes, yeah, so, uh, Microsoft is the company that can afford it. Um, mm. But if Microsoft buys this, I guarantee you, everything that's in production will go multi-platform for sure. So, well, if you look at what they're doing already, a lot of it, like we spoke about the other week, I was very shocked that Minecraft Dungeons was multi-platform, considering Minecraft is owned by Microsoft, and they could have kept that as a PC and an Xbox exclusive. So, yeah, they, but they know how they much see, money they're going to make yeah, on that. Yeah, they're they, going to make a they shit see, ton of money on the Switch for that game. Yeah, they they see the potential of certain games being widely available, which is again unusual. Um, but you know they they think of the money, so fair enough. But yeah, I guarantee um, you, if, if if Microsoft buys them, Mortal Kombat will not go console exclusive. No fucking way. No. Yeah, I mean, it comes down to the the stuff that they think people will buy a console for just to play probably stays exclusive. Nobody's going to buy a console just to play my uh, Minecraft Dungeons. No, nah. you know what I mean. Nah, so it's absolutely. more profitable for them to sell it to everybody. And I don't even think Microsoft is in the business of caring what you buy console-wise anymore because even Phil Spencer said that in a recent interview saying it's not just about a console. People play it's on their service. phones, people play on yeah. the PC, True. people play yeah. on their Xbox. Mm. So It's a service in there. And they, you know, they've, they've been going down that route for a while, that, that service start, uh, side of things. Um, but, I, I mean, I don't think, to be fair, I don't think Microsoft will buy them because, um, again, I still think $4 billion is a lot of money. Uh, but they could potentially. I buy mean, them. for me, Microsoft having NetherRealm and Rocksteady as as new first party developers might be worth that four billion in the long run. Because mm-hmm. no. imagine yeah. Rocksteady making a first party Microsoft game for an Xbox console exclusive to the Xbox. It would certainly certainly gather some attention. And imagine Absolutely. having the license to release Mortal Kombat games, not only current but past. 
and the ability to use those characters too. Yeah, yeah. Think about that. Maybe the next game that because um, obviously Scorpion, they... Scorpion is the new Microsoft mascot. Killer, yeah. Killer I reckon... Instinct. Crossing v. over with yeah, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. That's the next game. Killer Instinct. Bring back, bring back Killers. Do you remember the tweet where um, uh, Ed Boon said, would you like to see a, uh, oh, what was it, a skin in Mortal Kombat from Killer Instinct? And Phil Spencer just replied with, yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, come on. It, it will be interesting to see how this pans out, but I'm sure they're not the only company thinking well, about yeah, it. That's the other part of the story is there are three companies who were named as being interested. One of them being EA, please God, no. Oh, God, no. No, no, um, no, no. Activision and Take-Two. None of those would. Take-Two don't need to. Um, Activision, they don't, they not, I, they increasingly don't give a shit about anything other than Call of Duty. Um, I, you Activision know, of I, the three need them the most because their portfolio is very bland. Yeah, but they don't care, do they? Well, at the moment, they don't. At the moment, they, they don't care. But yeah. can you imagine Microsoft being able to say we have the number one FPS and we have the number one fighting games sales wise? I mean, that'd be big for Activision. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think of that happening. No, I guess we'll find out because it's it's clear that AT and T wants to dump this. The question is, who buys it? And mm. truth be told, and this was the joke I made to Mike Futter about this, you know, he said Stadia should buy this, and I'm like, Mortal Kombat exclusive to Stadia? Fuck you, I'm done with Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that's never... That thing's going to get dropped like a... Very, sooner rather than later. They're not going to pump that kind of money into that service. And truthfully, that's the only reason I wouldn't want Sony to buy this, because then Mortal Kombat would be exclusive to PlayStation. And I don't feel like Mortal Kombat, like I didn't feel like Street Fighter should be an exclusive to any machine. I don't think fighting games should be... There's so many fighting games, right? That it's like... yeah. And I don't think they sell enough as a genre to limit them to one console. You are limiting yourself quite considerably. Yeah, yeah Street Fighter would have been incredible had it been multi-platform, because eventually it could have came to the Switch. And Xbox would have brought in a whole other group of fighting game players. Street Fighter V suffered a lot because it was exclusive, and I just don't like fighting games being exclusive to one console. I don't. Like, I would I would love to see Killer Instinct branch out and go to other platforms. Like, I don't like that it's only Microsoft. I feel like that game hindered a lot from that, which, by the way, if you have not watched it yet, there's a documentary that just went out on a YouTube channel called Hold Back to Block. It's an hour and 44 minutes, and it's all about how Killer Instinct 2013 came to be. And if you have any interest in that series, I suggest you go watch that documentary. It um, is incredible. What did you say it's on? It's a YouTube channel called Hold Back to Block. Oh, okay. It's an hour and 45 minutes, but it is so good. So, yeah, this is an interesting story. It will be interesting to see what happens here. The only thing I don't want to happen here is for Mortal Kombat to die. And I don't think it will. That's too strong a name. But that they've been sold once already, if you remember. Yep. So I really hope that Take Two doesn't get them. I know like everybody says EA and stuff, but like Take Two mm. is the same company that like tried to screw over the Kerbal Two devs so they could oh, buy God, them. Yeah. So that was that was a horrible piece of shitty work. Yeah, and I mean, like, that's a classic Bethesda move. 
So um, I really hope that, you know, take two doesn't get it either. Like I'm more worried about the studios and the games at this point. Cause it's just, it's shitty when a bunch of people lose their jobs, especially ones like say nether realm where they do a lot of quality work. So. And you can imagine with something like Nether, uh, with Mortal Kombat, if Take Two got, they'd want their annual thing, and that's and you're going to end up with a situation where they'll, they'll want to annualize it, and they'll want microtransactions out of the ass, um, and it'll just water down that that franchise to to nothing. Yeah, I would. There, yeah, out of all of them, I would rather Microsoft take them. Yeah, I, I, think, I have a I feeling think... it's going to end up with Activision. That's just my two cents. Mm. <sighs> Mortal Kombat. As a service. <laughs> well, your your other announcement kind of just destroys the the comment I made to uh, uh, Professor Chaos on the on Twitter the other day when I said, "Are you ready for B A A S Batman as a service?" Yeah, yeah. It was. I remember reading like everybody. Twitter moves so fast that when things get announced, like they just become you know the truth, and like any follow up to them is like gets completely lost in the news cycle. And I saw somebody tweet out about um, that the the Warner Brothers deal would not include Batman. So, like, the Arkham series would not come with that. And I was like, that's a weird thing. And then I realized, oh, yeah, Batman's a DC property, so I guess that means that DC owns the license. I I don't... Like you said, it's all about rights, and rights are confusing as shit. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And considering a lot of those have been through various different companies and various different contracts through various times in their life. It's an absolute mess. As I say, it's an mess, and it will be for whoever takes it on. It'd have to be... It would certainly have to benefit the the company looking to buy it, especially if they're asking for that kind of money. Um, And as I say, Batman is... I mean, out of all of the games, about... Warner Brothers games, Batman is the, the highest of profiles. It's you know, had the biggest success of, of late. You know, those Arkham games um, really put like superhero games back in focus. And um, and so it's, it's certainly uh, miss, you know, it's something, something that's, that, that will be missed from this deal if, uh, if that's the case. Yeah. So, here we go. PlayStation 5 event. It happened. Finally happened. They start to shit. In there, didn't have to wait long, did it? All those people went up in arms. Only had to wait a week. Yeah, you only had to wait a week. Uh, The event opened up with the most next generation game of all time, Grand Theft Auto (laughs) 5. Yeah. I, I just I couldn't believe it. It was like I I know why they did it because literally after that that message came up every game after this is PS5. So they wanted to get because obviously there's no footage of this at all. It was all PS4 footage. Um, but fuck yeah, but off! I'm not buying that game again. Just I don't me. know why you even put it on that conference. Like I just don't because Grand Theft they paid for that. Rockstar paid for that to be there. Yeah, Has not only be. that, but when your game is the best-selling game of the generation, two generations mm. in a row, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I but get fuck it. Off. But... I don't want to buy that game again. Just give. But us you will an update. Yeah, I fucking will. I don't <laughs> want to. <laughs> Just give me an update. Give me the next generation update. They, yeah, but that's, they it's not going to happen. I don't even own it on PS4, it, so. 
The only it's reason why they won't sell it is because of the online side of things. They want chart cards, so it doesn't matter about the single player. Just give it to me for free. Well, didn't they say that it's gonna the the console is gonna come with GTA Online for uh, free? Well, it'll yes, be free it for all PS5 owners. Yes. Yeah, yeah, when it launches, yeah, just the online side of just things. Just online, because, right? Because they make their money out of that. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's I mean, the yeah. that's the one you want to give away for free because people spend money on it. Yeah. The, the only frustrating thing to me is that I would be completely fine with them running the, the GTA Online stuff into the ground for the rest of forever. If they would just show us something about the next <laughs> game in the series. Just show yeah. me something about the next game in the series. Yeah, um, and I'm with you. It's But they've known, while it is, as Ken said, while it is the best-selling game of all time probably at this point, um, and never leaves the top ten sales in for the past eight years. What reason have they got to make it one? I mean, it's it's a great point, but to, and when you're uh, talking because yeah. Rockstar probably, you know, you think about Rockstar, and you, well, that as a developer, they surely must be itching to to do something else, to whether it's Bully Two, whether it's Table tennis too, whether it's whether no, but it's itching to make table tennis too. I'm just gonna put that. But they must be itching to do something else, and you think, well, their person, their strings are held by 2K, and all they can that game makes. They're not going to want to filter that, uh, dilute that with another game because if you bring out GTA Six, they they're not going to want to keep the old GTA Online. They'll want a new GTA. With that, you always run the risk of upsetting the flow uh, by making them shift to a new, these online players shift to a new game. Not for a long time. Well, let's yeah. talk about PS5 games. You want to? Yeah, yes, let's please. do it. Sorry. All right. Uh, the first thing they showed was a Spider-Man Miles Morales, which everybody got excited about. Like, oh my God, a sequel to Spider-Man. Yeah, can, so can I just take a second here? Because I had a lot of back and forth on this on Twitter. <laughs> Did you? So and and uh, and John helped point me in the right direction eventually. So um, everybody knows that the first Spider Man was one of my favorite games. Uh, the year it came out. Uh, Cracking game. I saw the trailer uh, and thought, "Can't wait! I'm excited! I love Miles Morales' character." Um, I immediately knew, by the way. That it, it wasn't a sequel, quote unquote. Yeah. I Just told John of what and they show from the story beats. Yeah. It doesn't continue on with where the last game left off. So I knew it wasn't going to be a sequel. But it was so fucking frustrating to me that I had no idea what it was. <laughs> and then, so I, I assumed that it was. Uh, a lost legacy style thing. That was the first thing I assumed. And if they had just said immediately after, Hey, this is what it is. Um, it's a, you know, it's a side story in the same universe using an upgraded version of the first game's engine. It's exclusive to PS five. Boom. That's easy. Yeah. Right. Then the guy from Sony comes out and it makes it sound like an, it's an expansion to a remastered version of the first game. Well, the trailer, what annoyed me is the trailer specifically says 
expanded and enhanced. Right. When you, when you say expanded or extended, you think, oh, it's it's the original game. They've remastered it and then added this on as a... As, as a expanded content. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, which, you know, makes sense and doesn't make sense at the same time. But the, <laughs> So that comes out, and of course, everybody immediately reports it as exactly what we just described, an expanded remastered version of the first game with additional Miles Morales content, which then, of course, leads me to say, okay, well, do, do I have to buy the first game again? <laughs> do, mm-hmm. can, does my original, because I have it digitally, does my version get updated if I buy a PS5? What Like, what the hell's going on? And then finally, Insomniac has to come out and say, no, 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 no. This is what it is. It's a loss. Even Insomniac didn't say that it's a side story. By the way, if you read their statement, they said this is the next entry in the Spider-Man franchise, <laughs> and it's a standalone game. They Both didn't say anything. Aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they didn't say anything about it being shorter or you know, you know, not a full-fledged sequel. Nothing. They said this is the next entry in the series, and it's a standalone game. So even Insomniac didn't call it what it is, right? And I get it. They don't want to come out and say, "Yeah, our game is lesser." Yeah, Yeah. it's a half a game. You know what I mean? But and they also don't want to come out to say that you're going to have to rebuy the first, the original, which is what's going to happen. I, I have no idea what's going to happen at this that point. That's been the biggest the problem. problem with the Sony stuff is the messaging. Yes. So my I'm let me let Sound me say familiar this. to you. I'm so excited about new content in that universe, and I'm so annoyed that uh, at this point I know that it's a standalone game, which I appreciate. And at this point, I know it's like a Lost Legacy style game. That's great. I will buy it when I have a PS4 or 5, I mean, um, and I'm sure it'll be awesome. But all the back and forth yesterday cannot be what they were trying to accomplish. God, right? no. There, There is no way they walked into that thinking, we want to show this game off, and then we want there to be two days of people bombarding <laughs> the Insomniac Twitter account to ask what the heck this is. Did right. you see the tweet somebody when they put out and explained what it was? Somebody went source. It's like it's a <laughs> <laughs> you fucking the, the source is the people you're talking to. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and then you know, finally we get uh, from I think it was Bloomberg um, said, yeah, we talked to somebody at Insomniac, and it's or we talked to an industry source, and the industry source says it's a. Uh, you know, a side story in the same universe or whatever, which again, that's fine. Like it's fine. Just say that, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't even need you to say it in the trailer, like show the trailer. And then afterwards, every single developer that put a trailer on that show followed up immediately afterwards with their own little press junket. Right. Yeah. And their own little stuff on Twitter and their own little releases, right? They should That's have immediately <laughs> come out and said what it was. Um, that was my frustration, is not knowing. And honestly, I didn't even have any. I muted myself on accident. Uh, and, uh, honestly, I didn't even have any frustration 
He's so Until the Sony the guy came out and opened his mouth. Like, <laughs> before he said anything, I assumed that it was just like a side story. And it was going to be exclusive to the PS5. Well, then he opened his just... mouth and made all, made all of it confusing. Well, me and Ken were messaging, and I think both of us were under the impression from that trailer that it was a remaster with extra content because of the way that that trailer said enhanced and extended or whatever. Um, and again, you're right, the message, which it isn't, um, the messaging is, is not clear. And we've seen how many times this bites people on the arse just, just because they want to keep something hidden. They don't want you to know one thing. So they completely... It's like, muddy the waters with with it so that you don't know anything about what's going on and that's that's a bad look well yeah and especially considering it it appears it's going to be a launch game with the system so mm. um it gives us said holiday 2020 so yeah. um i'm assuming uh, let me say launch window instead of launch game but mm. um it, it's it's driving me nuts and quite honestly it's driving me nuts on both sides um that we don't know more um, at this point. It's June. Yeah. Um, any other any other year, we'd have probably known the pricing and release dates by now. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, like, it seems like that is messing with um, release dates for other stuff too. Because I'm pretty sure we don't know the release date for Assassin's Creed Valhalla yet, other than holiday 2020. That's right. Yeah. So. Um, you got to imagine if the consoles had come up with a release date, then Valhalla would have a release date because it's going to launch. It sounds like with uh, the consoles. It'll depend. If you remember last time, it launched like a couple months early, and then there was another version of it. Right. Well, but the Valhalla won't make any difference on Xbox because if you buy it on Xbox you One, get you both. get it on. Yeah. But yeah. Sony hasn't said if you buy Valhalla on PS4 that you'll get. Valhalla right. on PS5, which, which, which for somebody like me, um, who again, not trying to, to be that guy, but it is someone that they, I would think, would be trying to appeal to, considering PlayStation is my, my core console this generation. Um, it's It screws with my purchase for Assassin's Creed, because now I'm thinking, well, do I, should I buy it if it comes out on the PS4 Pro? knowing that I'm going to get it upgraded when I get a PS5? Or should I buy it on Xbox because I'm going to get the upgraded version there? Like, the whole thing's kind of mm. muddy right now for me. Yeah. Same, same thing with Cyberpunk. Um, although, I think CD Projekt has come out and said they're not really going to do the the big upgraded enhanced version for the new consoles for a little while. Yeah, but they Next have year. confirmed that it's free for Xbox. Right. Yeah. Which is which is what makes me as an Xbox, you know, majority player happy because I can buy these games knowing knowing yeah that I'm going to get my upgraded versions for PS for PlayStation people. This sucks. Yeah, well, I mean, the challenge is, and the 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 challenge is for me is if I'm going to buy them um, on this gen, I want to buy them on PlayStation because I have a PS4 Pro and I don't have an Xbox X. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. It's, I don't know, the whole thing's just a little muddy. Well, at least Sony have come out and said that any game that goes into certification after July has to work on the PS5 as well as the PS4. So at least you have got work. that backup 
right. on the fact that you it will. might not be an upgraded uh, version. Imagine it, you get Cyberpunk for the PlayStation 4, you play it, you get it on the PS5, you can play it, but they release not the best version. Better, yeah, I know. They release a better version running at like 60 frames a second 4K, yeah. but you don't get that version. I know, it's not ideal. And yes, I do think that Microsoft have been a lot more upfront with that. Um, and they are being more proactive about making it clearer as to what, you know, it's, it, they are trying to make it a feature of the next generation. But at least that is something for those in Ryan's position who, you know, might struggle with making decisions be- whilst this information is being um, withheld. Yeah. I just wish they would, like Ryan said, I wish they would just start talking about this shit because we need a price, we need a date, we yeah. need to pre-order, and we need to yeah. know which one we want to buy. I mean, there's 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 a lot of uh, decisions that uh, people need to make on this stuff, and this notion that it's June and we don't even know when the systems are coming out or how much they're going to cost is is crazy. It's the cost for me because, like, well, I didn't think I was going to upgrade right away. I said to myself recently, like, you know what, maybe I will. But the fact that there's no price, I mean. When am I putting money aside? I guess I can just put an unclear, you know, amount, but like that's kind of You kinda need shit. to plan like yeah. at the minimum these consoles are probably gonna be five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars is not a small amount of money to anybody. That's eight hundred and then if, if the price that we saw kind of on PlayAsia isn't a placeholder, it's gonna cost me a thousand bucks to play get a console which I'm out at that point. Yeah, I saw the PlayAsia placeholder, and granted, there was Amazon or Amazon placeholders which were way wrong. But the PlayAsia one makes me nervous because it's specific. Yeah, it says six nine nine US dollars, doesn't it, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, six hundred ninety nine dollars for the disc version of the PlayStation. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, that can't yeah, be right. I mean, that can't I, be. That's too I, much. That's so, just too much. I didn't. I didn't upgrade to either of the new consoles at launch for the 360 PS3 generation. And I didn't upgrade to either of the consoles at launch uh, for the Xbox One or PlayStation 4 generation. Um, it's it's likely I won't upgrade at launch for this generation either. It just depends on what comes out between now and presumably November. Because yeah. I mean, I can't imagine these things are going to miss Black Friday. So really, it's a question of when in November they're going to come out. No, I don't know. Anyway, let's uh, let's continue on. There's a lot more games in this. Yeah, uh, Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo Seven was announced. Coming out for the PS6. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll believe that game when I see it. The game yeah. that sold me on a PS5 though. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Holy cow! Yeah, it's so that, yeah, it looks really, really cool. Yeah. yeah, that game when they showed that trailer, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I gotta have yeah. that game. And let's face, I mean, Ratchet and Clank for the PS4 looked bloody good. It that was a real. That was a real pretty game. But this, yeah, this, this definitely. Yeah, you. I, I think a lot of people say the same. You, you could looks like you couldn't do that on the PS4 because of the the way that I mean, if the if the ability to shift between realities or dimensions um, is something you do on the fly. You have to have something that's in, you know loads instantly. And that just all of the stuff, all of the particle effects, uh, the, you know, for the explosions and bits going everywhere, just looked incredible. The next game is another Square Enix exclusive to PlayStation game. Remember when they announced that one last year? The Platinum one? Yep. 
And nobody remembers that game because nobody's heard of it since then. Yep. <laughs> they did this again. This one's called Project Athia. Yeah, when Square Enix puts project in front of something. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And gen- genuinely, when just about anybody puts project in front of anything, mm. it's a clue that... Don't show us it. Don't get just your don't hopes even up. Tell us. But don't even tell us. I mean, that's ridiculous. Why don't... What I saw gave me nothing as to what yeah, that game not, is. To be honest and... with you, by the time the next game came on, I'd already forgotten it. It yeah. might be a way for them to... Like, I'm not sure. I'm just speculating, but it might be a way for them to judge interest, right? Then they just go to social media and see how people respond. Right, I'll tell you how I respond. Fuck third-party exclusives. Oh, we'll get to that in a minute. I'm well, real unhappy about this one. I'm just going to say Project Octopath Traveler did become a thing. So It did, uh, admittedly, but True. then that's one of... That's, that's the exception, not the rule. Uh, the next game they showed was Stray, uh, published by Annapurna. Oh, that looks so cute. Got a cat running around a robot world. I don't know what it's about, but I think I kind of want to play it. Yeah, I'm sold on that already. The next game was a new franchise from Sony from Housemark called Returnal, which might be one of the worst names I've ever heard for a game. Yeah, um, it's kind of a weird name. But it looks, it looks rad right. as fuck. Yeah, yeah, it looks rad as fuck. Like the 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 lady astronaut going from different like the planets changing every time she plays and. I, I kind of was. I like thought it looked interesting until they showed the shooty part, and then I thought, oh, maybe not. I'm, I'm not. I, I need to see more of that game. I like Housemark as well, so I, um, I have confidence. But I need to see a bit more of that game. But what yeah, else, what it, else have it, they it's made? Difficult. I don't know Super that Stardust. I know who they are. Super oh, Stardust. Okay. Um, next, next, next. Machina. They did a lot of shooters. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, dead something. Dead. Zombie one, but they they were twin stick shooter specialists. Yep. Okay. Dead Nation. Dead Nation, thank you. Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> Dead Nation. The next game is it just me? Or does anybody else feel like Sony's just trying to make Sackboy work and Sackboy just ain't working? Oh, that looks yeah. so great. It'll probably be rubbish. It looks so cute. <laughs> I, I can, in... I, yeah, I, I... They had a chance with Sackboy, genuinely, as a as a character, um, and I just don't know that anybody cares anymore. Yeah. I so do like one... the fact that this is a a game now, and because obviously Dreams is out, and that's that's <laughs> their <laughs> game making thing. But it's, it's not them. It's a game. It's not yeah. them. Which no, actually, it's, quite it's, honestly, it's gives me, it gives me hope because um, I. It, you know, as as cool as the Little Big Planet games were for what you could do, um, I hated the freaking floaty jumping and uh, how they controlled. So I don't well, know. Sumo made the third one. Oh, so, did they really? Yeah, yeah. Mark, me the molecule only made the first two, um, and then Sumo made the third one, and then this one. But this does look like you haven't because I used to have that sort of problem, especially with the the moving in and out of the. Yeah, screen that hated that, but this looks like this isn't gonna because it's it's not about creating levels of three D platformer. So maybe maybe right. it's gonna be um, better for that. Here's next hope. game, the next game. I I know this is this is a derogatory statement, but as soon as I saw it, Destruction All Stars. As soon as I saw it, I was like, sweet Sony's bleeding edge. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It looks. Oh, you know what? I actually don't think it looks that interesting. I mean, Bleeding Edge looks interesting, but then you play it and you're kind of like, ah, okay, I'm good. Yeah. 
I'm good. I don't know. I I kind of look cool until they all start getting out, and then that lock. Yeah, why would you want to get out of the car in a destruction derby? I don't get that. Yeah, yeah. seems kind of weird. Uh, the next game was Kena: The Bridge of Spirits. Look good. Uh, which looks looks okay. Mm, yeah, looks and it's like a very small team by the sounds of it as well, and looks looks um looks interesting. Kind of had a um uh cameo vibe to me. Yeah. Yeah. Although yeah. with instead of instead of turning into monsters, it looks like you get little dudes to control. So a little bit yeah. like uh what was that game, Overlord? Oh yeah, Overlord. That game the first one was cool, then they made like four more of them and they all sucked. Yep. So the next game is called Goodbye Volcano High, which has an interesting concept of being dinosaur teenagers in a school and the you know the earth's gonna end, they're gonna get extinct or whatever. And it's like this is their end of an era kind of thing. Yeah, uh, that looks interesting. Yeah, but can somebody really look up my alley? But can somebody please explain to me why every indie game with like some heart has to be about anthropomorphic animals? Well, that's how that's how you um, that's how you show your love through anthropomorphic. I can't even say the word. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> anthropomorphic animals. Mm. Clearly, I don't know. It's just a weird. Like trend to me. I guess it just it's different, isn't it? I mean, it it maybe it makes it stand it's out more. It's not different anymore. They do it so much that it's become the norm. Well, these are dinosaurs, you know. <laughs> Listen, the answer's furries. Let's move on. But they're dinosaurs. They're feathery. They're not furries. That's I'm sure there are terms for it. Le- leatheries. Leatheries. Moving on. Next, Next game one. I'm super excited for because I love that series is Oddworld Soulstorm. Pretty much anything Lauren Lanning puts out, I will play it because I yeah, think it looks just pretty cool. Super fucking weird, and I like those kind of games. Well, uh, they are it, odd. It, yeah, it it well, it's in the name, right? It's right there. Um, that is uh. So one thing we should probably mention is a lot of these games. Some of them are timed exclusive. Some of them are actually exclusive. Oddworld is a timed exclusive. Right. You saw that a lot on not so much on the presentation, but when you rewatched when you rewatched the trailers back when they were released on YouTube individually, a lot of those had the this is a timed exclusive. Sony had put the money about. So this became an issue for me. I got super upset when I found out Bethesda had two of these. Yep. Yeah, they need the money. Yeah, that was that was a comment I got on Twitter when I said, I, you know, fuck this practice. I hate timed exclusives. Somebody replied, well, you know, smaller developers, sometimes they, you know, they have to sign an exclusivity it's deal. Bethesda. It's fucking Bethesda. They don't need the money. <laughs> right. <laughs> and one of those games is one I was super looking forward to, which is Ghostwire Tokyo from Shinji Mikami's mm-hmm. team. Well, you will be playing that on PS5, my friend. No, I will not. I will be playing it on Xbox Series X when it comes to that system. <laughs> I will. I, that is the thing. Is like, yeah, I'm not a fanboy. I will play PlayStation games, but I prefer but to play in a specific. Yeah. yeah, exactly. When they're multiplied, I play them on the Xbox because that's my ecosystem. And if a game is, a, it's it's why every week I go, where is the messenger on Xbox One? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta love that game. Yeah, that game is yeah. so good. Luckily, <laughs> me, well, I, Ghostwire does look okay. Um, I have. I want to play Ghostwire. I'm yeah, sure that doesn't really seem up my alley, but I I thought it looked kind of cool, but it does, definitely didn't seem like something I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to play that. 
Yeah, I'm that way with Deathloop. I am that way with Deathloop. I was Ghost the opposite Wire. with I was the opposite with Deathloop. <laughs> Deathloop. Um, I, I loved both Dishonored games. Yeah. Um, and Deathloop seems like uh, a more actiony uh, sort of iteration in that franchise. And uh, I was I was all over that game. I think it looks awesome. Yeah, for me, it's anything Shinji Mikami puts out. I want to play it. So. I really want to play Ghostwire. And come on, like, like that game looks so up my alley of just being like goofy, like doing like kung fu motions with your hands to knock over like ghost schoolgirl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there were a couple of those. There are a couple of those moves that looked like the I don't know about that one, Chief. Uh, yeah. GIF. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Just seems like a kind of kind of goofy, but yet supernatural horror kind of thing. I'm like, I'm down for this. I want to play this. Well, for a year later, you'll be down for it. Yep. Exactly. It's not like I'll have uh, um, not a lot to play, John. There'll be plenty to play. The next game was Jet, The Far Shore. I don't get what that was. Yeah, that was... Interesting. Did it it say it was the guys who made Super Brothers? Yes. Super Brothers was pretty good. Super Brothers, yes. But that, that, I mean, visually it looked interesting, but it didn't Swords and Sorcery is the one that I'm thinking of. (laughs) Swords and Sorcery? Swords Swords and Sorcery. sorcery. (laughs) Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. I thought the game looked interesting, but like John, I have no idea what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what this is. Yeah. Uh, the next game is uh, from the magician himself, Randy Pitchford's Gearbox, Godfall. As but he is now the, the, the looter slasher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was, okay, there was a very interesting comment that I saw on Twitter during that trailer, and I totally <laughs> agree with Listen, just because I wrote fuck Randy Pitchard doesn't mean you have to compliment me on the Not you, not you. So I saw somebody on Twitter mention that this game must not be that far along because the entire trailer takes place in the same arena. And then at the end of the trailer, it says holiday 2020. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, let's just put it this way. I think the good thing is, is that Randy Pitchard technically won't have anything to do with this because they're only publishing it and chances are he doesn't oversee much of that hopefully but let's not rule it out that he doesn't come out close to that game to try and self-publicize it and fuck it up well that game is also a timed exclusive yes the next game is solar ash from the creators of hyper light drifter again visually interesting no idea what that game the next game was a little game from a developer that you might have heard of. It's called Hitman 3. Yeah. And that's out in January. Yeah. Well, they've been working hard. But is it episodic again? Who knows? Uh, it, I thought... It, I, well, they, 2 wasn't episodic. Because the they obviously... The yeah, first two, one was, 2 wasn't. Two but wasn't, 2 had a but bunch of still, expansions that added new areas, right? Yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I there was there was a. F- Go ahead. I was because I wonder if it was the episodic thing and was more IO's idea, and because Squares. the first one was so popular, Square wanted the second one to be a whole game. Now it's back in IO's hands, and they self-publish, and maybe it does go back to. Well, no, maybe it goes back to I, uh, IO. IO has the rights. Square didn't have the rights come to that was uh, still that was IO had full rights. Um, Warner Brothers only published. I think it's self published on PC. Oh well, I'm just saying that Square aren't involved with this now, whereas they were with the beginning when two first came out. So 
it might be that that, that does go back to Episodic. No, Square wasn't involved with two at yes. all. Yes, they were. No, yeah, no they, were. they weren't. Yes, they were. John, <laughs> it's published by Warner Brothers. Why the fuck would Square be involved? I think Originally, Warner Brothers took it over after. Yeah, but they Originally. sold off. But that was after two had come out. That was before. That was after two had come out. Two was initially published by Square, and then the new version was published by Warner Brothers. I remember the press release from Warner Brothers. Hold on. No, no, no. Game of the Year edition of one was released by Square, I believe, and then there is a definitive collection, and that is published by Warner Brothers. I know what I'm talking about. Hitman 2. Let's have a look. Hitman 2. Was that because originally Hitman Two the the issue was nobody knew who was going to have the license because Square still owned the license but IO was now an independent. IO got the license back. Hitman Two released with Warner Brothers as the publisher. Okay. Yeah, I'm wrong. I'm glad we've cleared that up. Thank you. Fight, 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 fight. <laughs> no, we actually have discussions as members of the com. Um, the next game is Astro's Playroom. Yeah, which um, I you know am am. But is I it mean, VR? It's free, so, is it, but is it VR? Uh, they I didn't say, but it sure looked VR. I, I hope it's, it's VR because that's what made Astro Boss so damn good. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's it looks like it's a um so. Uh, Sony did this before too on the Vita. It looks like it's one of those games where it only exists to kind of show you some of the cool stuff that controller can do. Yeah, the playroom stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's where that's where Astrobot came from. Is the playroom right? Yeah. right. Well, and, I, and on Vita too, they did the um Terrible. whatever that. What's that? No, no. The they no, gave no. that they had that free game that showed you some of the uh, features okay. of the system, and now I can't remember the name of it. Um. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think it looked kind of cool for something that's free. I mean, it's free, so who cares, right? Yeah, exactly. The next game is Little Devil Inside. And that looked cool. It's in trouble. Oh. Yeah, I know, for racists already. For racist yeah. trailer. Yeah. Uh, They're NBA going to change two... it and take it out of the game. <laughs> NBA 2K1 showed off a whole lot of sweat. Yeah, that, that, game, that just looked wrong. Too much sweat. I was uh, I was hoping like sweat. CNC Music Factory would kick in <laughs> halfway through that. Gonna make you sweat till you bleed. That dope enough, indeed. <laughs> How do we always end up referencing that song on this show? I don't know. Like, I grew up once every to that twenty track. episodes. <laughs> oh man, I'm just a squirrel trying to get a nut to move your butt. To the dance floor, yo, what's <laughs> up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I don't know about you guys, but the next game was the most talked about game on my Twitter feed. Um, and that would be Bug Snacks. Bug Snacks. But yeah, that's yeah, that's I spent I, I spent like the last half of that trailer trying to figure out what the hell they were saying in the song. I couldn't oh, tell yeah. if they were saying Bug, bug Stacks or Bug, bug Sacks or Bug Sacks. Yeah, bug snacks. Yeah, that game, games. that game totally gives me Viva Pinata vibes. Yep, I'm okay thing. with that. Yep. Well, Although I did not like their first game. Oh, what was well, their Octodad. first game? Octodad. Uh, you know, I I liked Octodad, but it was another in that genre of let's make this game control bad on purpose and call that <laughs> uh, difficulty. Yeah. Like Surgeon Simulator. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll um, get on with it. 
The next game is uh, a remake of a little game you might have heard of. It's called Demon Souls. No, never heard of it. Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> we already talked about Deathloop. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just say <laughs> that. Um... Sorry. Um, let me just say that uh, I am glad, I will be glad um, if a lot of people get to play Demon Souls that didn't play it the first time around. Cause, I definitely think there'll be more people interested in it. Because that game, what's happened. That know. game was really, really good. I wonder if they'll do the light and dark online and the, stuff again. I'm assuming I they I, will. I mean, got to imagine they will. It's kind of built into the game. Um, and they like, I, I like, I, I want to see. You know, I'm not a fan of that. You know, the Souls games in general, um, except for that one. And I, but I, I do want to see that. Um, you know, there's that section where you're on the bridge and the dragon is shooting fire at you and stuff. I'd like to see that on the PS5. Yep. So I'm excited. Capcom unveiled two brand new games, Resident Evil Village, which we had seen rumors a ton about. Trailer looked awesome. I'm in day one. Don't even got to sell me on it. Uh, and then Pragmata, which was interesting. But that uh, game's that, not that screamed Kojima to me. I thought honestly that, that was a new Kojima game. Same here. No. I got Vanquish vibes from it, but maybe that's just because Vanquish was in my head. Yeah, to me, what everything was going on, I'm thinking is is Kojima announcing a new game? What the fuck? Uh, honestly, yeah. that just to me it it screams Kojima really weirdly. I mean, it's just odd. That game is a ways off, so that's 2022. And then the last game they showed was, of course, the sequel to Horizon, Horizon Forbidden West. Which you could, like, <laughs> it's it's such a weird world we live in where, like, a video game has, like, a hook, and this one is, she can swim underwater. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm super. Oh, I'm in. I'm, I can't yeah, I'm in. I want to know more of that uh, future, like, or the future past sort of stuff. Like, um, that was the most compelling part for me. And so if they expand upon that, I'll be really excited. Also, uh, I sent Ryan a message after last week's show. Uh, they're putting out a comic version of Horizon Zero Dawn. Which is great. Yeah. That's a great idea. I'm down for more Horizon Zero Dawn. That the first game was good, so. And it looks right. super pretty. Let's talk about it. It did look super pretty. Let's, let's talk about that console. Mm. Wow. Fucking... Thing At is least it's huge. Yeah, it's enormous. Holy uh, but shit, it's big. I, I think it looks kind of cool, quite honestly. I think it looks hideous. You think, I think so? It looks like, oh, yeah. God. When, it get, when a console requires a stand to place it horizontally, y'all got problems, man. I just I think that it looks like a black box in a lacy negligee, so, you know. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like a console with, like, some... some Fucking lifted up collars like he's stuck in the 80s yeah, or some the, well, shit. I sent you that picture. Somebody uh, photoshopped it into the cover of uh, Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow as <laughs> Soma Cruz's jacket. And I was like, yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> well, at least it lo- it stands out. It definitely looks It's definitely visually distinct. Yeah, you're no not going to look at that and be like, which console is that? You're going to look at that and be like, what's uh, what kind of router speed you got on that thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, what I think it's fu- is funny is... 
the the two manufacturers could not have gone different directions from a design no. philosophy oh, standpoint. No. The, the Xbox was basically like, let's just put it out there as a looks like a PC rectangle. Um, <laughs> make it, make like it a, a box. Who cares? Yeah. Um, and and uh, Sony obviously took the design uh, in a much different direction. Mm. Uh, but no, I I don't know. I think it's I think it's kind of kind of neat looking. It's at least I... visually distinctive. I think the discless version looks better. I think the one with the disc looks pregnant. It looks um, like it's got like a cyst that somebody tried to cut open. Yeah. Um, I think so. the digital version without a disc, it kind of, because it's symmetrical, it looks better. The other one just, I do not like the look of the other one at all. But um, that, again, yeah, it's just um, that sits under my TV, so I don't care. But yeah, it's, again, although I don't know if it's it like, like you vertically, like people were like, man. The Xbox Series X sure is tall. <laughs> Sony's like, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, hold, hold my controller. Holy cow! That like, dude, I don't know where you could put that standing up. <laughs> Thing is so tall. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> interesting. As long I, as again... it fits under my entertainment center, I don't care because I, I really don't care. Like. I think every system under my TV right now looks like shit except for the X, the, the Xbox One X. Like I don't like I've never liked the the slanted design of the PS4. Like I don't like that design. I like the original. But I don't, I don't like, like the like new versions and the pro version. Like I don't like the plastic on it. The the rough rough plastic if you know what I mean. It looks cheap. I think the original kind of looked sleek. Um, I just like I, I think it's probably because I'm old. I just want a square box. Oh, get a PC when you've got. A PC. I have one of those, John. And in fact, I, it's not a square box. It's got big fucking goofy lights on it and shit. Yeah. I I really like the look of the Xbox uh, Series X, but I also like the fact that it makes me think of uh, 2001: a Space Odyssey. So yeah, the slab, <laughs> this is the obelisk. I'm good. The, the only thing because I, I like the look, I prefer the. Look. I think it's because I'm it, um, like you, can I'm old. I kind of like the simpler design, but I'm pissed about the fact that. But there's no green light coming out of the top. They're, it's coloured paint. It's like ah, I'd loved it if it lit up green. But you know, that's just you, when we get you some. We'll get you some of those LED lights. LED, and you can so have stuff, it change. Them, stuff them in the fan. Yes. Yeah, you can just have them change colours. I've seen people assuming that the reason the PS5 is so big is because of the ventilation. That's what it yeah, looks have, like. Yeah, they said that they spent more because they because obviously we all know how. Um, problematic that fan has been on both the original playstation and the slim and the pro it gets quite hot uh quite loud and they spent more on the ventilation than they've ever spent before on a console so it's got to be to do with that i just i don't know i don't like it you no sir like, it. like mr horse says no sir i don't like it so that you can cool it we'll just put a ice pack on it Top and the bottom. Good. I just hope it's not loud because if that, if a machine that big is loud, holy shit! <laughs> Your headphones ain't gonna work no more. Yeah. And I am growing to like the look of that controller. I would just prefer it in black. I still can't do like I've been playing Last of Us and the the sticks where they sit, like put pressure on my index finger on my left hand from the way I have to hold the controller. I, I just do not like symmetrical sticks. I want offset sticks. 
Uh, I just, I don't, there's something about the design that kind of, it's, it's growing on me that can. I hope it's solid controller. I'm sure it will be. Sony usually makes mm. solid controllers. I've just grown so accustomed to offset sticks, it's hard for me to play the other way. Fair enough. Um, I think that's about it out of the Sony thing, other than the placeholder prices. So we'll see. It was Thanks. a good. It was a good event. It was not the end all be all. I wish we'd. Sony continuously basically just says fuck you at the beginning of every one of their press conferences by playing that original Sony boot up screen and not ever mentioning backwards compatibility for PS1. Mm. When they you. started that, I honestly thought that's what they were going to kick off with. Yeah. Um, but, you know. And no. also, they teased the UI all very, very slightly. Hold on. Oh. Let, me read, let me read the message from Ken. Um, because it's... <laughs> Make sure you don't say anything I said offline that's, you know, going to get me canceled. Uh, <laughs> all the spoilers you gave me for The Last of Us. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, don't um, read those, okay? Don't read those. Um, uh, people really referencing PS1 lingo for tomorrow's event. I'm excited. Can <laughs> comment? Yeah, I wanted that to happen. <laughs> but I've never made that a secret. Mentioned yet? How is how does PlayStation now not have a library of PS? Like, uh, come on. Well, what I don't get is it, like, they, wait, they don't have PS One games at all. No. no. What they yeah. they're running PS Threes? They can play yeah. this stuff. Yes. There's no PS One games on PlayStation now, and the only PS Two games are the ones that are, they redid for the PS Four. Hire an intern and have him just go and insert PS2 discs in there. <laughs> oh my god, it drives me crazy. Yeah, uh, one last, one last piece of news. Uh, John reminded me of this when he said about the UI. The uh, Xbox Series X runs the same UI as the Xbox One. Oh, does it? Okay. Yep. So that's, that's why they've been making those upgrades recently, um, and they're redoing the store. Oh, I looked at that video. I meant to do that as well. I'll try yeah, to remember definitely. That Definitely go look at that. But there's a lot. They're doing a lot of work on the UI between now and launch, but it is keeping the same UI because obviously they expect you to just be yeah. comfortable when you log in. Yeah, and I guess I can see it considering they're both going to be, you know, backwards and forwards compatible and stuff like that. I get the point. It's just a shame because it is part of that experience, just seeing those little tweaks and little flourishes that they add to the, the new console. Yep. Nothing, nothing would have made me laugh more if Sony went up there and, like, and the store runs slower than ever. <laughs> we put more shit into the store so it loads at half the speed it currently does. It's. I think Sony has a problem building uh, things for scale because if you remember, the PS4 store was super slick at the beginning of the si- of the cycle, and yeah. now it's like slow as balls. I just like if do any of you follow the fake Kaz. Kazurai CEO. Of course I do. He said he was going to retire, but the man is just in. He's he's (laughs) in forever. I like what he put about it. He said, people that we need to have faster internet, so we designed our new PlayStation to look like a router. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that was great. Alright, I'm going to move over to an email from Antonio, who says, I don't even know what to say. The disk drive bump on the PS5 Ugly Boy looks like an abscess that has been slit open. Yeah. And it just the, looks PS- wrong. <laughs> the PS5 Ugly Boy Digital Edition came completely out of left field, and I am all on it. I, uh, I tell you what, if there were if there were editions 
I will buy the diskless one. I am done with disk drives now. Oh, I am too. But what I think is funny is everybody praising Sony like, oh my God, how innovative. Um, Yeah, that's done this generation. Have you not heard of the all digital Xbox? Eh? Xbox you know, sad. Yeah, Xbox sad. Actually, it's sad, Xbox yeah. Sade, isn't it? It's S-A-D-E. <clears throat> I don't it's know. the sweetest taboo. That's fucking right. <laughs> Xbox Sade. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I still think the PS3 Grill Master was the worst PlayStation design. Mm. I'm going to agree with Holman. that. Yeah, yeah, the, PS3. The, the, the PS3 Grill Master is that the final rendition of it? No, I think trait. that's the first one, right? The, the first one. Yeah, the the big big okay, one. well, the, let Holman. me tell you, the, the middle one is the only one that I think looks somewhat presentable because the last version. That was sliding, see- wasn't it? That slide-open so tray is the worst-looking piece of shit. Yeah. yeah, the second one, definitely, because it was like a, a solid unit, and it was just like a shrunken-down fat version, but it, it, the size was a lot better. Yeah. The, only, the only really good-looking console that they've ever come out with in terms of home console is the slim PS2. I like the original PS2. I did. Ah, it was so boxy. Yeah, well, that's, Boxy, was... though. that's probably why I like this, the Xbox it's, One X. And it, it's and an it had those Atari like design. it had those grooves in it that held yeah. dust. And I'm yeah, that's, that's right because now. it's literally an old Atari computer design mm. they took. It had USB slots. Yes. You remember the you know, remember when the PS3 launched and it had like twelve thousand? Like you can put in your cards. SD cards and your your mic yeah. your uh, flash <laughs> your micro flash. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's that well. I had that little door that would open on the front and have all those extra yeah. slots on it. God, I remember buying that thing at launch, and I was like, "Holy shit!" There's nothing to play. They all suck. Oh, he says I'm still working my way through Assassin's Creed Odyssey and hope to be done with the main campaign Thursday. I bought a long USB charging cable for my DualShock controller because I'll be damned if I have to stop playing The Last of Us 2 only after, after only an hour of gameplay to recharge my less than year old year less than a year old controller. Um, um yeah, they. I mean, I still prefer the fact that they stick rechargeable batteries on there. I prefer that over what Microsoft do, do and make and make you put in bloody give me cells. a battery pack. Give me a battery me, pack. Yeah, allow it me to depend, put in. Though, the... It depends on the battery pack. I mean, the, in all fairness, the Microsoft battery packs are fine. Um, Third-party ones are shit. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wasn't saying like, give me some piece of shit. No, I mean like, <laughs> give me one of those battery packs and allow me to choose. You know, then you can just keep recharging it. Like that's the reason why I hate my DualShock Four. So I'm probably gonna have to buy another one because like they barely have any charge, and they yeah. and there's no reason because like I'm charging them. It's awful. Uh, now, this might be a controversial opinion, but I would not be surprised if Sony charges for next-gen remasters for current-gen games like The Last of Us 2 and Spider-Man, because they're no, they know their products are so good that many people, including me, would rebuy them despite the obvious heat they would get. I have a feeling you're right, and I have a feeling we're mm-hmm. going to find out very soon. Yep. Uh, I'm not. Another reason I'm happy I'm not going PlayStation as my primary console next generation. <laughs> Sorry, that's just. I bought enough remasters this generation that I don't want to buy re remasters. I'm sorry, I don't. All right, I'm gonna head over to the Twitter where Jeremy says PS5, the Bloomin' Onion Edition. 
I dig the new design. Glad they went a little crazy. However, with the inclusion of a digital-only version, I'm worried this thing is going to be over $500. What do y'all say? Probably. Yeah. I swear to yeah. God, if it ends up being six ninety nine, I'm probably never buying one of I these think, things. I think that's a that's a uh, yeah. Just take it out back and shoot it right yeah, now. Let's that, move on a, to the second gonna, version. I mean, nobody's I, I buying that thing at six hundred ninety nine dollars. I think the digital edition will be cheaper, but I think by fifty bucks cheaper. And I still think it's that I I I don't know. I still think both versions are over five hundred bucks. Yeah, I I was reading like some analysts and some technical people and taking the disk drive out, the most they can save is about 50 bucks. Yeah. That so. thing is not as expensive as they'd like you to believe. It's, they're suggesting it it would uh, cost the same as it did back in like the early 2000s. <laughs> like I saw... T- I saw... Burner. I saw Sony fanboys out there basically saying that the discless version is going to be the same price because it'll have to have more storage. Yeah, I want to have more storage. It has to have more storage. Are you fucking me? That's what cracks me. Yeah, that's what cracks me up. It's like, well, it's digital only. You have to have like every game installs, dude. Every game uses the same space. Every every game installs. You know the reason why it sucks that they only give you five hundred on this old PS. We only get an eight hundred on the PS5. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. You're telling me. Although I it thought, is, I thought a terabyte we'll give, was insulting it is from Microsoft. Snake, so it yeah. does. I understand the cost of that a sure. bit more, but it still sucks. Like, put a solid state in there, and then put like a flash terabyte in there to store like backup stuff that's not being used or something. I don't know. A terabyte, a terabyte ain't gonna last long on the Series X. 800 gigabytes ain't going to last nothing on the PS5. Like, those hard drive sizes are... Everyone has fast internet speeds and can keep downloading and and deleting and downloading games as they want. Yeah, Yeah, storage is going to be a problem this generation, I think. As far as the loading times go, I'm going to install my 8 terabyte onto my Series X, and I'm going to store all my um, 360 and, and Xbox One games on there. And just and put just, the stuff that yeah. takes advantage of the Series X on the internal. And hopefully they'll have an option for that, so that because obviously you can select a default drive for currently for for games, but you can't differentiate between 360 and Xbox One games. So hopefully it'll give you the option to because of the two types of storage, it'll give you the option to to say, well, if it's a if I'm downloading a, a an older game, then it goes on the external. But obviously by default, these new ones have to go on the on the new one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sure if enough people talk about it, they'll make it a feature, because you can sort by 360 and mm. Xbox One and Xbox One Enhanced, so. Uh, Real Shogun Beat says, so who's buying new furniture to fit these new consoles? <laughs> I literally just had to buy a new entertainment center, because, you know, I didn't have an entertainment center that could hold an 85-inch television, and I wasn't hanging an 85-inch television on the wall, because Fuck. Your 85 inch television would be your wall. I mean, it essentially is right now. It's basically one wall in my office. Crazy. It's wonderful. That, I mean, it's nice you have an office. That office is too small for an 85 inch TV. Hey, I made it work. It's very spacious <laughs> in here now. I, I rearranged things and I moved. I basically moved the TV to the back wall where the computer was the, the time you saw it. Mm. 
And then I left all the space in the middle and I stuck my theater chair up against the back wall where the closet is. As far away from the TV. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> if you sit four feet from an 85-inch television, <laughs> your brain explodes. Uh, sunny. So no, I don't have to buy new furniture. My entertainment center has like... Like, my son could climb into one of the spots where a console goes, so I've got room. That's good, because it's going to be about the size of your son, so... <laughs> it, it is. It is. It's scary how big these consoles are. Um, he also says, I'm sorry I'm a little skeptical about all of this. These games look great, and I'm glad they showed gameplay, but I still remember the Killzone E3. I feel like Sony did the exact same conference and then added in more gameplay after they saw Microsoft getting Backlash. I do wonder whether they added extra gameplay in because of that. It's difficult to tell because of the way it was produced, but um, it was nice that it was there. At least some of the stuff we saw, um, you actually saw it being played, especially things like Ratchet and Clank showed off um, some some you know impressive stuff. But it does make me wonder is that it was like, shit, we need something because, you know, the, the kerfuffle that the Microsoft went through with theirs. Who knows? Yeah, but is Microsoft smarter about that because they went first with, like, not their first party? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Also, something I forgot to mention when we were talking about that presentation. It was a mistake to run it at 1080p30 because I didn't see a game on there that made me go, why do I need a new console except for the fact that these games do not are not releasing mm. on a PS4. Yeah, but I can understand why because I... The amount of people that were watching that thing at one point, the official YouTube, and this is just one. Obviously, there were a lot of different places to watch it and different streams. But the official one had over 1.1 million people watching it. Um, that's a lot of people eating up a lot of bandwidth. So I can understand that they why. But yeah, you. I was like, oh, I might wait. You know, I'll, I'll watch this because I want to watch it. But for an actual real look, I'll wait till they upload these in 4K 60 to. YouTube. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I feel like the only game that like I saw that I didn't think could be done on a PS4 was Ratchet and Clank, and it wasn't the visuals that did it for me. It was the switching between universes. Mm. Like the instantaneous switching that could only be done on like an SSD. But visually, the game like Gran Turismo Seven, everybody's like, "Oh my god, it looks so good." I'm like, "It's a car game. Of course, it looks good." It looks like Gran Turismo on the PS4. Well, you know the the switching between worlds thing reminds me of Dishonored Two, where the, like it's real time going between the two with the the one uh, manner that they showed off. Like that was their big uh, trailer back when Dishonored Two was coming out. Like it showed you that. Oh yeah, because it's as a time mechanic thing, wasn't it? Yeah, and it, yeah. It, like you're you're seeing into the past, but are in the present, and you can go between the two. They just have to load the two maps basically in the same space, and then you jump between the two characters. Was I mean, that, maybe maybe that, so, yeah. but yeah. Was that was that kind of were they? I'm trying to think of the right word. Um, as in, it was a set point. You you crossed over, or could you just? Was it real time? You could do it. And you could do it in real time. Was, yeah, I okay. assumed it was real time, so that's what was impressive about it. If it was a set point, then no, that's not impressive because it's going to happen. It's already loaded into the space. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. Curtis says, what's up with everyone talking about frame rates? Like, it's the bread and butter of a game. Why does it seem to upset so many gamers that the PS5 and Series X games are still running at 30 frames per second and not 60 to 120? 
you think most of us gamers ask for too much? I'll tell you why. It's because a lot of the old games are from the PlayStation. A lot of the old games from the N64 era run at 60 frames per second. Yeah, we started at 60 frames a second. We kind of went backwards. backwards. (laughs) Um, And uh, again, I said this last week. It never used to bother me because I predominantly paid on console. And most of the time, console games are 30 frames per second. Now I play a lot more on my PC that, and I play a lot more games that run 60 frames per second. There is a difference. I never used to know before. I There's a huge tell. difference. And now I can, and I can see the importance of it. But I think the biggest issue is that we're currently running at um, 30 frames per second. In some cases, not even that. Um, so the push to 60, that should be the you know, graphical fidelity. A lot of games look great already. They don't need to look any better. What we want to use that power for are things like loading, AI, and frames per second. And I think that's why people are still getting upset. Where um, it seems like the some developers, not all, but some developers, are having the wrong focus for the next generation games. People don't want. You know, how, how much better looking can Valhalla be over Odyssey? It can't be that much, but the frame rate's still 30, and that's, I think that's where the big people are getting a, a bit of a beef on. Yeah, um, I, if you give me an option between resolution and frame rate, I'll take frame rate yeah. 100 days out of 100. Yeah. Um, one of the things that, that really drove this home to me was, and I know you get tired of hearing about it, but Overwatch, Overwatch runs at 60 on everything except the Switch. Play that. Play a match on anything else, then play a match on the Switch. Whew. That game is a different game at 30 frames a second. I mean, the, the version on the Switch is not talked about. It, the the version on the Switch died Yeah, like, as soon as it was released, and people still play it on every other console. So. Um, he also says the PS5 reveal event was decent, but I smell the price ain't going to be cheap. <laughs> oh, <it's... laughs> uh, just think of how much cost and plastic it is. I I can't wait to get a second job. I literally <laughs> think these consoles are going to be in the six hundred dollar range. Uh, it's going again. It's going to be very interesting. This is a year where people have lost jobs, have been furloughed, not getting their full wages. A lot of self-employed people haven't worked for a long time. This is not the year where they want to be spending obscene amounts of money on a um, an unneeded luxury. Yep. Which makes me wonder if Microsoft's strategy is going to pay off where they're like, hey, you don't have to buy a new console this year. You can just mm. buy an Xbox One X. Or if they've, they put also out got, that... they've also got the... the um, uh, the scheme where you pay monthly, so you get the console and Game Pass, and you then play per month without interest. So that's another good option for people who want to take that, who see the price as being too high. Well, if you say it's 600 bucks or 20 bucks a month for a couple of years, well, it sounds, you know, which one sounds better? And then you get Game Pass in there too, which is. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Basically, you get every first party game that comes out. <laughs> So that's another avenue that at least Microsoft have. Again, it's not an avenue everyone's going to want to take or can take, but it, at least there's a, something there. But it is, it's going to be a hard sell this year. 
And that's why I'm surprised they're both committed to launching because I still feel that there'll be games that would have been available for launch that aren't going to be now and are going to get delayed. And the fact that, you know, there'll be a shortage of consoles because of the supply chain and the manufacturing chain uh, has been disrupted. And, and people, you know, there are a lot of people who've got bigger worries on their, their mind than a, than a new console. It just seems odd that they're, they're going with this year. I think it would have been better for both of them to maybe say, you know what, this, you know, surely the, the holiday season can't be that important. It's not going to make that much of a difference at this point. The problem is if one of them backs out, it allows mm. that holiday season to be dominated by, the, by other, the other. Yeah. And that could and kill I, them, right? Yeah, well, yep. if you look at what happened with the 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 difference between the, the release of the Xbox and the 360 and the PS3, it gave Microsoft that winning edge. And yeah, I, absolutely. I, neither of them want the flinch. It's so... It's, it's, but it seems so petty, doesn't it? <laughs> it just, it it's it's really business. Weird. Business is petty. Yeah, That's the way it yeah. works. Yeah. And not only that, but you have to look at it like this. The people who buy a console in the you know inaugural year of when they're out, those are really mm. hardcore gamers, so those are the people that will find a way to buy these consoles. Yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. You know, next year or the year after when these things have been out for a couple of years, then they can be cheaper and the mass, that's when they sell the most units. Mm. So, uh, Josh says, totally agree with Anthony on this band. It effing rocks. Into the Rat's Nest is my new favorite album right now, but Murder of the Universe is my all-time favorite King Gizzard album. Concept album broken into three chapters about the apocalypse, basically. Check it out. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, uh, there's nothing to add. He's great. I, I, I prefer uh, Nonagon Infinity, which is an album that, like, when you start it up, and if you listen through fully, it loops back in on itself perfectly. So, but um, it's, uh, yeah, they have a lot of good music. All right. That's uh, that's all the Twitter I have. If you want to tweet at us, it's at M4G Podcast. I'm sure we will be discussing a lot more. I look forward to the show when these prices are announced. Oh, <laughs> the, the Either the excitement or the whole oh, fuck. Um, no, well, you, well, what we do know is that one, it has to be very soon because they, you, we're talking, we are four months, five at the most away from a console launch, and they're gonna need pre-orders sorted out. Two, they're gonna, the announcements are gonna be within days of each other. One goes, the other one goes after. So yep. we're gonna be able to talk about it on the same show. Um, but God knows when that is gonna be. I, I don't know. I start to wonder. I sit here and, you know, we saw, like I told you, John, we saw the Xbox Series X in December of 2019. Mm, yeah. We didn't see the PS5 until June of 2020. <laughs> we still don't know the price of either console. We know that there's two versions of each console. We don't know if Microsoft's launching both this year. And we don't have a price. We don't have a release okay. date. Yeah. There's a lot we don't know when the game. Any other year, um, and we would already know. You know, at this point, um, uh, E3, I think at this point, they had it was E3 that they had dated and um, priced both of them. Because uh, obviously Microsoft went first and then Sony the day after trumped them by 100 bucks. Um, so we already knew at this point, last generation, uh, when they were coming out on what price they would be. Um it really feels like both companies are 
on that knife edge, just waiting for the other one to blink. And it's such a bizarre thing to watch from the outside. You got to wonder, I would love to be a fly on a boardroom wall of both Mm. of these companies right now. Yeah. Yep. Just listening to Phil Spencer going, well, they need to announce it so we can undercut them by 50 bucks. You also know they've got about 15 different drafts of their announcement based upon what the other company does if that company goes first. Yeah, I'm sure they've modeled it at a whole bunch of different prices just to... And it it just boggles the mind that it's come down to this. But again, they can't wait much longer because... You know, Otherwise, they, you're not going to be able to pre-order them. Yeah, yeah, right. and that, and that, and let's face it, both of those companies are going to want a period where they can say, "We have sold out of our pre-orders," or "We have taken this many pre-orders." Um, they're going to want that that flag to wave, and you leave it too late, and that that becomes less likely. Yeah, not to mention, like you said, John, everybody being insecure about their finances this year. If they are going to buy a console, they've got a plan. They've got to save mm. that money. Yeah, people like Anthony, you know, he doesn't know what plan to make in regards to putting aside money for whichever console. And there are going to be tens of thousands of people that are in exactly that position where they plan ahead and they need to know what it's going to cost and when it's going to come out so that they can plan as efficiently as possible, especially in the current times. It's just bizarre that this has waited this long. But again, as from a business point of view, Yes, you can see why both of them want to. Both of them want to have the most attractive price, um, and 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 come out as being the best value for money. And to do that, you have to know what both of them cost. Yeah, and God knows when we will know the answer to that question. Mm. I say within the month. Well, we Microsoft has an event in July with all their first party stuff. So you think? We, we can't be in the middle to the end of July and still not know what those prices are or the release date is. We can't, surely. I used to, um, I used to spend six months like putting fifty bucks down a month or whatever, like at GameStop to pre-order a console. And here we sit, like you said, five months at the most. Mm. <laughs> it's still no way to pre-order these machines. Nope. I mean, yes, you can put money aside, but as Anthony said, people like to plan as efficiently as possible. You don't want to, in these current times, you don't want to put away more money than you have to, but you don't want to put a, a, a too little aside that you you have to bump it up at the end. So they like to plan out accordingly. And now without knowing it, yeah, there's also do. cost benefit around, is it even worth upgrading? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so make those decisions, yeah. Yeah, and you know, there's a there's cost benefit that comes into the games that are coming out at launch. There's cost benefit as to the price of the system. There's all I'll tell you one stuff. thing. If those placeholders are accurate and you're talking about $700 for a console, that thing could be changes, one of the biggest flops of all time. That changes a lot because my plan initially was I had set aside about $1,000 for both of them. I was going to buy both. If... They're both more than five hundred apiece. I'm only buying one. <laughs> that shit ain't happening. For I'm extremely out of character, he'll be only buying. <laughs> yeah, like that's not me. Like every console since God, can't even remember. 
Don't think right. too hard. They'll just make you feel old. PS1 mm-hmm. was when I there started buying on launch day. And ever since that system, I've bought every system at launch. Thing is, we're now in a position where, oh, I mean, it, it, it's like, like this generation and, and this now coming up generation is that they want to release practically on the same day as close to each other as possible. Whereas before, they would be sporadic. You know, there'd be a, 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 a period of time in between. But as you say, it's now um, you want to buy them on launch day. You're now buying two, not one. And it's, yeah, and it's expensive hobby, but I just can't. Can you imagine them coming out and yahooing and trumpet blowing and saying it's six hundred ninety nine pounds? That's news you want to bury, isn't it? That's not yeah. news you want to you want to shout about. Well, and you say. may you may have your answer as to why uh, they haven't announced it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah it might be so expensive. Yeah. They're just like, eh. they, just maybe, they may be waiting to see if uh, unemployment numbers look better here in the next couple months, and then they don't feel <laughs> so bad about announcing it. Yeah, and getting yeah. another second job to to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can't even get one job, let alone two. <laughs> mm. Mm. It is a it is an unprecedented time in the world. It's crazy, and really, genuinely, the worst possible time yeah. for mm. these consoles to be coming out. Yeah, I absolutely. think I think if I think truthfully, if one of them would have delayed, maybe they both would have delayed because they realized what kind of year this is. But like you said, if one of them delays and the other one doesn't. Huge! Yeah. It's a huge one-up yeah. for the people that don't delay. Yeah, I don't know. We'll find yeah. out. I mean, we 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 literally only have like like at the most two months left before they have to say. It's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah, yeah. For I mean, sure. even two months can is. I mean, that's that's that's, that's cutting it super close. Like, yeah. You're only planning to launch like a hundred thousand units or something if you wait two months to announce that price. <laughs> it's maybe all they've got. And what if one of these things is launching in October? Yeah, mm, yeah, we don't point. know yet, do we? No, we have no idea. All we all we can gather is it would be before Thanksgiving, but there's plenty of scope between now and then, you know, and and the holiday 2020. You know, it's that's that that is October. That's October November. Yeah. It's June fifteenth, y'all. Before you know it, summer's gonna be over. True. Summer is over. No, it's not, John. It just started. <laughs> I know because I'm sweating and my air conditioner's running twenty four hours a day. <laughs> oh, air conditioner. I wish I had air conditioner. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It's not a beautiful thing when the electricity bill shows up, but it's a beautiful thing oh, sure. the other twenty nine days of the month. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that is the show. It should be an interesting next few months. I'm looking forward to it. Um, if you want to shoot us an email, podcasts at ztgd.com. Like I said, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at M4G Podcast. You can follow all of us individually. Ryan is at WombatRP. John is at John WUK, and I am at ZTGD. You can follow the site at ZTGD Content. Be sure to check out Phoenix Down. They just kicked off their Blood and Wine playthrough on Friday. So you can go listen to that. They might get that finished before um, consoles come out. I'm sure they will. Yeah, you could get, you could finish Blood and Wine by then. It's whether Drew can finish Blood and Wine. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, especially since I gave him Xenoblade Chronicles remastered to review. You know? Oh, you <laughs> bastards! 
Hey, I asked, okay? I didn't force it. I asked. And he was like, yeah, I want to play that. I'm like, I okay. reached out to him the other day about his, uh, to see how his, how his turnips were doing. And he, uh, he said that he hadn't even logged in because of the, because he's been working yeah. so much. So that dude is going to, he needs a day off. Yeah. That dude's going to mess up his brain if he don't get a day off soon. Mess anyway, up his brain. Mess up his brain, son. He's going to sweat till he bleeds, you know? <laughs> and it is not dope enough. Indeed. <laughs> anyway, that's the show. Unless anybody has anything else, we're going to get out of here. Peace, bitches. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. Welcome to the N4G Podcast.